Oh, there's Rick Wakeman in his robe on stage. His kimono. God damn it. Those dudes. Jesus Christ. The only guys who could make Rush look like they had it together fashion wise. <laughs> Brian May had a kimono for a while. <laughs> yeah, but like there's something righteous about those dudes wearing what, what Queen wore. You know, I don't know. Like they look like rockers. I think Brian was just having fun, like trying to be a little bit flamboyant on stage. Yeah. Rick Wakeman was trying to look like a wizard. Yeah, yeah. Wakeman is a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) But he looked like a guy who worked at a, you know, a London gas station wearing a kimono. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? They're checking your meters, but also wearing that. You're like, hey, guy. (laughs) Fill up your petrol. (laughs) I think not. I think not. That's right, you are at Ear and Loathing with the Gitmo Bros, the number one rockers forever. And this is episode, wait for it. 55! Yeah! Seven. <laughs> I gotta admit, when I was pulling that clip, I like that song. I'm not a big Hagar, like Red Rocker fan, but damned if that fucking song doesn't groove. Can't get my car out of second gear. No. Yeah. Very surprised to hear that. He's dumb as ever. And his band, like, pumping their fists in the jail cell and everything. It's ridiculous. Oh, and he's oh. got that, that yellow suit that he wore, oh, like, nonstop for like about five years. It's like a driving suit, I think. Like a, uh, like a formula suit. It looks like, a, it looks like, a, it looks like that meets, like a, um, like, a marching band costume. Like made of parachute material. Like that's what it looks like. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of parachutes, like he's in the next video for, I guess it's VOA. He's still wearing the yellow thing and he parachutes into the White House. Yeah, because Voice of America, speaking of 4th of July. Right, right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't imagine that thing smelled very good after that couple photo shoots with old old Sammy. But uh, you've got to get a free ball with that too, because you get panty lines. You can't. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's just part of the job. Yeah, he was he was rocking the camel toe for sure. Of course, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, this is episode fifty-five, as the Red Rocker just informed us, and I am here with my pals. And the first one that I'm going to introduce you to, he is Foxy George, and he has a message for you. Hi, I'm George White, and I cannot drive 55, although I did look like Sammy Hagar back during that period and was mistaken for him many times. You were not. <laughs> I wasn't. I looked like her. <laughs> Sammy, but with brown hair! I wore, I wore, I wore, uh, I had a lot of parachute material on me, and I had curly hair, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. You might as well be him. Partial to headbands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm George Hagar. I'm sure I, I did. A, I did a gag. I put I put a side by side picture on Instagram like maybe a year ago and said I did. Um, I did a 23 and me for rockers only. Turns out I'm 65 percent Sammy Hagar. <laughs> You're way more Mino Palouse. <laughs> Who's that? What's that? It's the kid from Voyagers and the kid in the uh, last in line video, the Dio video. It looks oh, exactly like that? George. Because <laughs> I fucking got my shit together, dude. Because I care about Ronnie James Dio, fuckface. That's why. Yeah, why America, don't you know? <laughs> America, I encourage you to watch that video and you'll see George. <laughs> George, the, the true question is, how do you not know that? 
I know. <laughs> I'm letting I'm letting I'm letting Ronnie James down and Wendy. <laughs> Ron James. <laughs> All right. Well, he's weighing in with trivia from the North Star. Powerful trivia. He's my North Star. He's George's North Star, and he's Dio's co-star North Star. <laughs> Say hello. Baringa! I like to party. I like to get down. I like making love, but not in that order. <laughs> Prioritize. That's right. Let's see. I thought it was do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. That's the order, right? For some. <laughs> For some. <laughs> for KC, That's not for yours truly. Not for me. Not for me, friend. All right. Well, look, enough of this nonsense. We have a very important person to, to run things by right now. He is a fellow from the South, not unlike our friend George Hagar. <laughs> and he has things to say. He's always uh, got a lot of uh, gibberish to spew. It's always a different message, something... Smart, something articulate, and uh, let's see what he has to say today. Clem, fill us in. What's on your mind? Hi there. Welcome to Kibitz Corner. All right, well. Well, I... Let me down again. Hey, what's up? (laughs) So when when Clem is sitting there on on his rock saying these things to us so he's got the uh the uh the old little harp playing there in the background plus he's got the banjo do we see those two other guys or does he have like audio somehow just playing magically in a disney kind of way (laughs) and it envelops him wherever he does go he's not unlike george showing up to a party in 1984 he has a boombox with him at all times and it just it plays his theme song as all muckians do (laughs) <laughs> what are those big round batteries he needs big d's hey, oh. Yeah, big, oh yeah oh yeah d's. he's eight he's like 18 of them too yeah, power right. that thing. 18 d batteries and they have to be the ray of vax with the cat on him or it doesn't work you're right <laughs> doesn't work and from those batteries he gets one play of the banjo and then he has to go replace them <laughs> damn <laughs> so here we are in the corner uh george you uh in the corner yeah yeah Singing on the corner like some sort of doo-wop act. My subject today is uh, the, prem- the premise generator. Whoa! Ooh! How about that, huh? Okay. Whoa. It's been a while since we've done the prem gen. Yeah. The prem gen, shit. Let's line it up. Yeah. Come on, prem gen. It's easily as long as <laughs> I write the song. Of yeah. <laughs> it might be long. Thank you, Premise All right. Oh, yeah. I love it. it. It's dirgy, but that's what I like about it. That's right. <laughs> I like the guy hitting the kick drum and the and the cymbals. Yeah, I think it's a timpani. Yeah, it's it? the orchestra. It's the orchestra timpani man. It's okay, timpani. he's timpani. Yeah. Well, he just takes his job seriously, and I, I appreciate that. He gives a shit. Yeah. You know, I like the kids today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, George, I want to hear about your premise generator. All right. Here's the premise generator. It's a, it's a it's a challenge for the Getmo Bros, and it comes from this that you know I've noticed that the uh, the summer box office. And for Hollywood, is having a bit of a time getting started, you know? 
Not so boffo bio. It's not so boffo bio. No one's <laughs> ankling anything. Um, and the and it's not it's not so boffo like you know the the Indiana Jones things below expectations to flash. You know they don't movies aren't as big as as big anymore. And I, I keep seeing Tom Cruise with Mission Impossible talking about it, and it just feels he like he's going to save summer again, like he yeah, did last he year. Did last year yeah. with, Tom, with with Top Gun. And but I thought of this, and I read this article about it, and the thing that's sticking out for me is James Bond, the new James Ooh. Bond, the new James Bond, and they're working on it. I've read about it, what they want to do. They're taking two, three years. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to play instead of um, Mr. Wasserman, I'm going to play like kind of uh, you know cubby broccoli coming in through a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> but but George, let me ask you this. Yeah. Before you uh, morph into mm-hmm. young cubby. Yeah. I'll bet you you can't uh, uh, get down a, a bowl of broccoli. Is that true? You know, I'm okay with broccoli now. I'm, I'm okay with that. I didn't used to be, but I, I can't eat broccoli now. But you, you you were right up until well into my 30s. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. He has to cover it with Hershey's sauce. Has to be covered with, with, sure. with cheese and Red Hots. All right, some sort of a gravy, some sort of a Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do like broccoli now. I will even have it in salads. Whoa. Wow. Holy fuck. Nature's broom. More like nature's broom handle, am I right? Hey, come on. <laughs> hey, come on. Thank you. Um, so you want to talk about a, a, a bond? You got your, your call. You call this meeting with the execs? Yeah. Your underlings to talk yeah. to talk bond? Talk bond. Like, and, and not so much this because in my when I read all about this, because I know, I don't know about you guys. I know a fair amount about James Bond. I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I'm an American, goddammit. I know he's British, but you know, I mean, everybody knows James Bond and you're excited about the movies when they come out and especially the last, these last, what, four from 2006, right? Was the first one was Casino Royale? I think so. And, Mm -hmm. and he's, and he was a really, they had to really work at rebooting that and making it different. And he was a different Bond. And I think the best one. I agree. And yeah. And now they've got to do that again. And I'm not talking so much about the actor because I didn't really realize this till I read about it that the that all these guys were pretty well unknown. Like I thought Sean Connery was a star. He wasn't when they picked him. They like to pick unknown people or people that are kind of known, you know. And so I'm not talking about so much who's going to play James Bond, although this topic is wide open for the for the development staff here. And I'm more talking about what James Bond's going to be, what kind of person he's going to be. Are we going to, we're, we're going to talk about the character. I want to hear about the character and, and about the movie or just your thoughts about what, what Bond should be. And we're going to be guided by the premise generator. We're going to show, we're going to show Hollywood that the get bros can do it. Mm-hmm. Just give us something. We'll make something out of it. Just give us some names. We'll make it. Is the prem gen gonna? Oh, is it gonna be names or? or I mean, I'm sorry. A title, a title, a title. Okay, got a it. A title, yeah. And a we title each get a title name. that we. Yeah, and from that we'll do what we do. Okay. Right. Well, I think I would. I prefer maybe we just we just spin it and we all get together and make a. We don't have to all have one, but we can we can all get together and think of think of a uh, think of the best James Bond movie. Have right. a real jam session. Have a real jam <laughs> session. <laughs> You know, and if we don't, and look, I think we're going to hit it right away. But if we don't get a, a great couple of words, you know, the first time, you know, I don't mind spinning it a second time. I'm not, you know, this is wide open because they have very specific thoughts. Like they don't want it ever to be a woman. They don't want it to. James Bond has to be in his 30s, which I kind of understand for the acting point of view, because they want to sign someone that's going to be on for like 10, 12 years for three movies is their idea. 
But for me, I'm I'm wide open with I'm wide open with who the Bond girl can be. I'm wide open with everything. I just want to I want to hear ideas and, and show show Hollywood we can do it, guys. You give them some guidance. They're in trouble. They need the Gitmos. <laughs> what, what do you guys think of this? Just skip the Premgen completely and just call the movie Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about a guy who keeps uh, vegetables in a drawer. <laughs> it lacks a bit of the. Uh, international feel <laughs> of bond yeah i've, no, I've noticed that i read when i read through all the log lines a lot of them seem to involve some kind of space or space weapon like it's always <laughs> right a lot of them had a, he, you know it's a, a bio weapon or a space weapon or you know like that and i have some thoughts about where i want to take this but let's see what we get first from the premise generator yeah and see what we can make out of it and I think, I guess, Aaron, it's going to be probably an adjective and a noun or something. Because okay. that's the thing about these titles. They they can sometimes they're the, the the villain's name and sometimes they're never say never again or, you know, like that. I'm ready. I'm going to generate an adjective for Mr. Broccoli. Here we go. <laughs> we, need, we need spinning music. Oh, yeah. You, Solid. You have a sound effect. Solid. I forgot about that. Solid. Oh, Ooh, okay. I like it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do the noun, okay? Okay. Dare I say that's a solid first word. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> Disaster. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's we fantastic. Hit it. We hit it right. Wow. What yeah. a the prim gem. Not Let's go to lunch. This is, that's, we're done. That's yeah. it. I know what this is about. <laughs> solid disaster. <laughs> solid disaster. So what you're doing, what, what we know in this world of... Uh, Chippy, everyone's a film critic. We know we're already fighting an uphill battle because every Twitter cunt is going to have something to say that yeah. disaster's in the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we need to know. I think that I, I would submit to you, boss, that, that this franchise, even when it's a changing year, mm-hmm. uh, has all the gravitas uh, earned in these 60 years. And we have the power to sling our schlong on any and any pissant and uh and put out whatever fire he thinks he might be able to start. So oh, yeah. uh you With know I'm not concerned but it's worth stating here at the top we're going to fight some folks on this and I say bring it on. All right and so, it's solid disaster is that what we got? Solid disaster. That's right. I already have a, a concept. Do that's it. That's why you're sitting at the table, bro. That's right. That's yeah. why you're it's why you're in the room, my friend. <laughs> so usually in a bond movie there's some sort of chaos going on whether it's a rogue you know uh dictator or some evil mastermind you know villain or something and Mm -hmm. they're trying to sow discord right Mm -hmm. and and bond and uh m15 is that what they're called mi5 mi5 yeah um they are there to you know bring things back into order right Mm -hmm. yeah this could be the first time that Bond has to create chaos. It's a solid disaster. There's a strategy. He has to, yeah, he he has to create some sort of chaos. Now, where do we go with that? I don't know. Well, it could be something like this, Damon, where like there is a real disaster brewing, but after years of dealing with these big, big things, uh, let's say, for instance, like a, a Elon Musk type, right? An Elon Musk type is gearing up to like have a complete run on fucking microchips or some shit. Not super yeah. sexy, but the reality is, is that if he does, then it's going to throw the entire balance of global politics out of whack completely. I like this. And it's right on point with what I was thinking about. Unless you have something else, Damon? Mm, not yet. By the way, I'm going to call everyone at the table by just vegetable names. 
Damon, your carrots. Uh, Aaron, your, 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 your soybeans. I'm just going to tell everyone. Soybeans, go. What do you, Beans, carrots, go. what do you got? Talk to Broccoli, me. go. No, this fits in right with the... I, I had a few ideas and you're heading, you guys are heading perfectly down what I was hoping for. And that is... I had the idea that... I, I love the idea of a, a like a, a real life, you know, uh, Logan Roy um, from Secession, uh, Rupert Murdoch, evil media guy. That was my so Elon saying Elon Musk was right up what I right up the alley what I was thinking something like that. And also, what do you guys think about incorporating the evils of AI into this? Like, I'm not saying James Bond's going to fight a robot, but James Bond's going to fight a robot. <laughs> <laughs> And he may not even know it's a robot. At some point, the AI has to pretend to be James Bond, and it's fooling everybody. Ooh. Like, like when yes. they're exchanging texts and stuff. In fact, in fact, he the AI even seduces a hot chick into into the boudoir. That's a good scene. I think also that <laughs> Jimmy Bond, maybe the way this all ends, the climax, if you will, is <laughs> that Jimmy Bond has to make it with an AI. And yeah. puts and because he screws so great that he puts humanity <laughs> he puts humanity into into the, into the AI and like he can be it can be tamed and worked with in and more ways than them. one yeah I don't give a shit if it's a robot <laughs> is, it, is it a female let me add it now we can reason with it now we thanks can James I'll I'll, stra- I'll straighten this robot out I'll tell you what she right. needs guys just to lay the pimp hand down I love it. I love that. That's that. I love that. That Seaver incorporating AI in a perfect way. That's right. It's the future, kids, and, and it's how the future is going to be. And he's built this. Yeah. Um, no, that that's great. And I uh, and I was thinking, what do you guys think about incorporating an Illuminati idea to this? There's other powerful guys. There's a, there's a cabal of them that are these media types. I always feel like Elon Musk is always you know meeting with with Rupert Murdoch. They're not competing. You think they are, but they're all right. you know they're all in the same. You know, and I know what Spectre was the was right. their was their big was their thing, and but I think this would be a different thing, and, and that I want to make this a obviously he's going to be globe trotting around, so it's not it's not just it's not just Britain, it's not just the United States. These guys are everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. like the 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 the, the Elon slash. Uh, you know, so the people who recruit you know your 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 Zucks, your your yes. uh, your yeah. Elon. So Elon's the rep from South Africa. Uh, Zux is the rep from where the fuck that chooch is from, uh, out here. Yeah. Um, and then you got, you know, you got some, uh, the, the, the kingpin of the Asian triads. He's in yes. there, but he's yep. like a media guy, but they all wear a, a, uh, rather than a, uh, villainous face, they all just run, uh, captains of industry face, you know? I like it. The hide in plain sight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Going, going back to my original idea where he has to create the, the chaos. Yeah. So he, because you're talking about sort of like digital media guys, which is like Zuckerberg and and Musk and all these guys with Twitter and all that. Yeah. Somehow Bond has the users, us, the -hmm. citizens, turn on them, and and using social media kind of blows up their their systems because what they're what these guys are always trying to do is control you with their propaganda and their algorithms and shit. So so back at them. Bond figures out a way to get everybody to to uh, you know buck the system, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the disaster that he creates. But it's a disaster for the uh, for the oligarchs, right? Exactly. 
That's that's a good one. I like that a lot. And then you could say like, he's not really the speech making type. He's a man of action, but but at some point he has to like galvanize some some of his fellow uh, 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 muscle guys. He says something like, uh, you know, let's fight the power, you guys. Yeah, yeah. right. Bro. But he fucks a robot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like he's I'll gonna fuck a in robot in the middle and right there at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna <laughs> fuck thrice. robots. Okay, he's gonna, and also I want to so because this is getting a little egghead for me. Okay, so where's the where's the fighting and the action? Our action sequence has got to be top notch. So what what's the? I keep when we said robots and fight a robot, I started immediately thinking about doing something like. Um, you know, the scene with Ripley in uh, maybe Alien 2, Aliens, where she gets in that metal thing to fight the to fight the mom. She gets in that, you know, ecto suit, if you will, the big robot looking thing. Well, the thing is with with AI, it's it's not a, it has to manifest as a as a thing he can fight. It does. So, yes. so what if he not unlike Tron, he ends up like in a computer system? Well, mm. uh, yes, yes, and how about this? Because we've 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 said that it might be cool that he has to go like so. Elon's out in South Africa, da 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 da. When he goes to each one of those places, so we, you get the globe trotting in, and then each one of them has like a protective AI sort of cocoon that they live in that has to do with where they are. And so, like one thing we've never seen Jimmy Bond have to deal with is like gnarliness on the savannah so like inside of elon musk's lair is like oh. he's out in the middle of the savannah he has to deal with fucking like lions and shit and whatever there is there like so let your imagination run wild with that at like some sort of watering hole and elon musk uh a lair and then there's the he goes to japan and he has to deal with like you know uh, uh, like sort of a Bruce Lee style uh house of mirrors like uh faces of death kind of thing yeah um, All right, we get the kids you know. with the video games. Yeah, right? yeah, and so like in each place, exactly, and so like you could really sell the video games on that because each this one movie is going to have like fourteen different vibes, or you know, one for each oligarch, and one of them has you know at least a couple have to be foxy lady oligarchs. Oh, for sure, one of the other chicks he bangs, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he bangs he bang, he bangs regular chicks and robots. <laughs> right, and I don't want to get too uh, you know uh, Austin Powers. But I think that also the robot he bangs, it has to look like a woman, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it could look like weird. any woman by could, BT it Dubs. Could, it could yeah. look like Dolly. It could look like Ursula Anders. Marilyn Monroe. Could, yeah, Ooh. it could be fucking anybody. It could be anybody in the middle of the session. She right, switches that's, up. I was just going to say that because the AI has the algorithm yeah. and knows what James Bond wants. Yeah, it could. In the all the history of, the of his girlfriends, it all, it can just morph into any of them. Ooh. And that fucks with his head. You know what I mean? Because like for him, it would be like if we're still going, if this James Bond still has, because like he got married once yeah, uh, to Teresa Bond and then he f- fell in love and has got his heart broken by Vesper. So like if you right. see those faces a couple of times, even though this is a new Jimmy Bond, if you just take that history through, right. you know, that would fuck with his head a little bit. I like that scene a lot. And in, in yeah. fact, for a little bit of comedy relief, as it's as it's sort of channeling through the different faces from over the years, suddenly Roseanne Barr's face appears, <laughs> and she gets like a little cameo in there. It's his mother or the queen. Maybe it's the queen mother for a second. It's just it's just the queen mother for a second. And that's how he gets over. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. He gets you. Yeah, it's how he gets over. <laughs> The algorithm knows. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm glad you said that about humor too, uh, Damon. One of my one of, one of Mr. Broccoli's thoughts, because I'm just channeling him through this Ouija board I have here right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. I was thinking that because Daniel Craig's Bond was such the 
emotionally scarred and, and if you will, serious bond. There was right. some very that wasn't and what I liked about it is it wasn't it wasn't cheesy at all. Like it was he was a serious regular. He had faults. He had scars. He had problems. He was, you know, not this, you know, always together guy like the rest of them were. Right. And I was hoping to kind of merge the two or I want to go back to a little bit. I want to have a little bit of the a little bit more of like the humor used to be and Bond being super cool. And to that point, I thought Bond's not an American, but maybe he's from he was born in Britain, raised here. You know, he has some American qualities to him. Well, the thing about him is yeah. that he's always a, he's an orphan, always. Right. Like he doesn't know who his real family was, no matter yeah. who the Bond ever was. Yeah. So, like he could find out in this movie that, like, <laughs> I have family in New Mexico. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I forget what movie it was, but Joe Don Baker was in it, and he just kept calling him Jim. <laughs> Although <Tom. Jim. laughs> yeah, but like one of the bad guys at some oh, point he was. was Joe Don. I didn't Baker, know that. And he Joe called Don him was Jim. a bad guy in the Bond movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Oh and, wow. And, and he called him Jim, which was disarming. So like he could find that he has a brother, and instead of like the brother being someone like. You know, uh, Christoph Waltz. It's, right. It's like Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> That'd be great. That's good casting right Billy there. Billy Bob would be great, too, because that dude could do be. anything. And, and he can be sort of slick. He could be like the character he was in Fargo, or he could be hicked out, you know? Yeah, well, I I like the idea that he's he he's British and he can do all he can do the tuxedo and all the things that James Bond does that we the stuff we love. But also, I wouldn't mind, I don't know, maybe I'm going too far here, but this is a pitch session, that it's, that he can do accents. He can go undercover as, say, mm-hmm. an Armenian mobster, and he's believable. I, and doesn't have, we don't have to go crazy with that, but I'd like to see him in another, another venue like that, where he can switch like that. He has that kind of personality. Well, he's going to all these places, right? So, like, he yeah. can slap on a diplomatic immunity. He can slap on the, uh, the South African kind of thing right, he could yeah. he could get a little like over in the pacific theater he can throw he could pretend like he's from tasmania or some shit <laughs> yeah some different you know? things that are kind of funny too is him that's where the humor maybe would come where he would it would be funny to see him yeah. in these convincing as these other characters having a southern accent talking you know like you said about joe don baker and billy bob thornton and be funny if he, he's going in he's like somewhere in america he's in the american portion and he's going to try it and he's connected to his billy bob thornton uh you know cousin brother whoever this is uh yeah. he's he's a connection for him in the town where this where zuck's place is or some shit right and and he goes i understand you like to gamble and bond's like yeah fuck yeah i do and he goes all right i know a spot and you and bond is all ready to get down and play some fucking sweet back rack or some shit and he gets there and it's like it's like bingo yeah it's like bingo or 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 whatever the corniest like a meat raffle (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I love that. I love that kind of, yeah, him being a different thing than the smoothest yeah. guy in the world. Because you could do all these other things, but for this one eighth of the movie, it's him doing hickish stuff. Because, like, in the past, like, in Live and Let Die, when he's in New Orleans, he's still fucking uptight Roger Moore. Right, yeah. No matter where he goes. So it'd be nice to see him, like, be in the moment. And, and by the way, what sticks out fucking more in the middle of nowhere than fucking Roger Moore walking around going, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, <laughs> you better be able to fucking shake me, mold me, you know? Right. That's yeah. what Roger I'm Roger's shot in the neck, dude, walking <laughs> yeah. around like that yeah, in Harlem. Roger, Roger Moore's, like, in a swamp wearing a tuxedo. 
That's I, when you said the velt. It reminded me. Is that the one with Kananga and the alligators? Yeah. What's that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kananga. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Like standing around in Harlem. Like please, that's be it for you. Hello. <laughs> By the way, guys, you know that the end of the movie, the the big reveal is that Billy Bob Thornton is the mastermind of the entire thing. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. and it's somebody it. so close that uh, he's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. My bro. My, yeah, my, I, my, my I, cousin. I, I was thinking that, and I, I like this, this uh, where we're going with this, because I was thinking, too, that he's, and I don't know, tell me if this is right, guys, and I don't know the history of Bond about, it was, it always feels like he's at the top of his, his class, if you will, and MI, I think it's MI6 now, right? Not five anymore? It's right. six now. Yeah, and- I always feel like he's top of the class, and I, I'm I'm looking for this Bond to be a little rough around the edges. Like he's MI6 doesn't love him because he you know was born in Britain but raised in America, and they kind of he's he's bottom of the class. He's a bit of a you know he is rough around the edges, but that's why they need him for this assignment. Yeah, nobody else can. Yeah. Like everyone else is just too fucking British. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, he's a right. citizen of the world. Yes. But his but his allegiance is with the with the crown, so they're they're happy to have him. But like because he's truly a citizen of the world in this case, that like he's truly the only guy, and this could be like the first or second thing he does in the way that sort of Casino Royale reintroduced him, and they like were putting the chip in him and doing all those things for the first time there, so he can right. start off right. this way. Um, I have a final thought, not for the story, but for the marketing. Globally, it's going to be called, you know, it's the new Bond movie. It's branded and it's, and it's a solid disaster, right? Yeah. Sure. Love it. Except in the Asian market, it's called James Loves His Robot Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always, and like in like the Ukraine, it's right. called like James right. and the Pickle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's always the, the French title of the Jerry Lewis movie is, uh-oh, he's a duck. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 uh, it's a metaphor you don't understand. It means something when the other language. That's, yeah. Yeah, so that, I think, wasn't it Damon uh, Sleeper was Woody and the Robots? Yeah, Woody and the Robots. Paris, exactly. Woody France. and the Robots. <laughs> that like, was exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, can, can we can we pitch a little bit on... Song. I, I was going to get to that too. Yeah, song for sure. But I was going to say villain name and and uh, Bond girl name. How how octopusy are we going with this? Can Premgen help us with that? Ooh, yeah, we have the name generator. And oh. like, I, may I submit, good mm-hmm. idea, Damon, that the might be fun to go for find a find a, a name that works coupled with a city. You know, like Alabama Whirly. You know, was yeah. was in it like you know something right. like that. Sometimes that can be good. Uh, or do you think you want to put like a name combined with like uh, a noun or an adjective? Is that more fun? Well, we're going to do two. Let's do, let's do, let's do do villain and let's do, and let's do pussy galore. (laughs) Okay. Here goes the name. Is this the villain? Yeah, we'll do villain first. Or maybe we just get two of them. We decide which is which. Yes. Even better. (laughs) Okay. The first name that came up is Jane Christian, which I like a lot, actually. Um, um, so there, that's a name. There's that's a name there. Uh, that's a female name. Do you want to do you want to try a, a male name now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first one that came up is kind of corny. Is Brady Bauer? 
<laughs> so, that could that, be that could be Billy Bob's name. That's obviously Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah Brady, Brady Bauer. Bauer. The Jane Christian, like, there's so many gags that, like, she'll say Jane, Jane Christian, and then he'll go, hopefully not too Christian or something. Yeah, like, that's you know, right. Yeah, you know, hopefully not too much. So that means I'll have to use protection. That's right. That's very Christian of you. Don't tell me we have to get married. <laughs> she gives him a handy in the lotus and she goes, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> wait, Jesus is, t- wait, I'm hearing the Lord talking to me right now. He says you should give me a hand job. He's talking to me. I don't know. I'm just a vessel. <laughs> just a vessel. I don't. <laughs> we don't have time for that, James, but my pants are off. So how's that going to work? Ask Telly Savalos about that. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I was thinking this bond would be not even shaken, not stirred. He just takes the bottle. That's just, he's, yeah. give me the bottle, give yeah. me the bottle. That's it. He's not a shot. He's, give me the bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's a road soda, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, what if he, like, what, when he does the shaken, not stirred, he pours all the ingredients into his mouth and then just, like, shakes his head around? <laughs> <laughs> like he's in Cabo? Like, yeah. it's like, like it's guy blowing the whistle. In the, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's not Cabo. It's a guy um, in a referee shirt. What's the thing? It's like what's the where, yeah, where, where Husongs is, right across the border for spring break. What's that called? Um... Rosarita Beach. It's Rosarita right. Beach. That's yeah, where right. that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys must have go. You must have gone. You guys are San Diego, yeah, right? <laughs> the, the guys in the in the referee shirts on roller skates, right. blowing a whistle and and shaking your head up. <laughs> I love I love James Bond. There, I love it. I yeah, love they go to shake his head and blow in his ear, and he just like you know shoves a pen into one of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he kills them with a volleyball. <laughs> yeah, that'll be enough of that. <laughs> I love it. And okay, let's talk music a little bit then. Uh, I, I like where we're going. I like all these ideas. Where are we, uh, what are we thinking about with music and Solid Disaster is a good title? I have two ideas okay. considering thinking about it in a, from a global perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, since the last movie was made, the, the Asian boy band uh, spirit has only gotten larger. Like mm. when, when a Korean boy band can sell out fucking stadiums in, in New York, uh, yeah. we're, we're in a different time. Uh, and so like there's something maybe there or maybe like a chick who's got, you know, like, like Shania Twain is sort of coming back. And because we're, because we're sort of saying that like he's going to, there's going to be some countrified style to this, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like a big fucking power ballad from Shania Twain, like this massive comeback, all this goodwill sort of pointing at her right now. Like, you know, Taylor Swift wants to do it. That's a little on the nose, I think, but like, yeah. I mean, who's going to argue with her? Shania or whichever two, you know, Carrie Underwood or somebody doing a duet with, I don't know, Keith Urban or something, but mm-hmm. The song obviously is called Solid Disaster, but it's, it's, there's a sort of like analogy of a relationship that's a solid disaster, but mm-hmm. you can also kind of have double meanings in all the lines about the solid disaster that's going on in the movie. Right. Cause it was a, it was a disaster of a relationship because all we had was this, like, we were destined to destroy each other, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't glorious along the way. Yeah. Mm. I like this duet idea. As from the relationship perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like awesome idea about the duet. It could be, and you could marry the two styles, like rather than, like, how about this? Speaking of styles, yeah. Harry Styles and fucking, Ooh, uh, and, and yeah, and like a gal, uh, yeah. like Shania. Yeah, some sort of queeny, awesome chick and, and him in a duet would be fucking huge. Right. And by the way, Hollywood, who, what studio does the Bond movies? I think it's MGM. Sony isn't it? now. Oh, yeah. Sony now. Okay, Sony. Okay. Yeah. Sony, look, we just laid the whole fucking thing out for you. We'll write the script. We'll yeah. write the song. You know, come on. Yeah. 
What more this do you was, want? What, 18 minutes? This was 18 minutes. How much long does it take this? What, what, you know, we already have a great idea. We got a sex scene with a robot. Come on. <laughs> a robot that changes faces. Come on. Yeah, I mean, this is that we're getting everybody. We're getting, who doesn't, you know? All right. Well, remember it was, oh, James Bond uh, goes, goes to the moon, you know? And all the way, and by the way, we can stunt cast the fuck out of these things because like, uh, so all of the bad guys around the world, all the tech heads, they're all somebody sexy casting wise. You get a Sammy Jackson, you get a fucking Julia Roberts is some chick, you know, somebody like that. Where like Bill Murray has is, to be one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you can have him be like the guy, like for some reason he's the Australian one. He goes, yeah, I know I don't have an accent. It's fucking weird. Whatever. You know what I mean? So like every place has like a crazy one. And so it throws you off the scent of Billy Bob Thornton being the really bad guy because you think that he's just one of these people. But of course, because it's James and because it needs to be a disaster, it always has to be the person closest to him that's fucking his shit up. So that's the clue that it's Billy. But we throw them off the scent with all this other shit. I, lo- I love this idea of being inside like everybody has their own cybersecurity thing that he has to go through. Yeah. Like being inside the video game, like what Damon said. Yeah. I like that. What I have to do is one piece of dialogue. The safeties are off and now we know we can get hurt too. Oh. Yeah. It's a new technology. AI's changed all this and they can also play upon all of his fears. Like I know, I know James Bond isn't afraid of snakes, obviously no way, but whatever he's afraid of, that's what it, it can turn into that. Just like the women, the, the, the AI can do anything and it knows who he is. There could be a voiceover where it's like, it, it's, it's just like the camera's going around James gambling, right? He's playing some yeah. kind of, you know, like back around some shit. Yeah. And the camera goes around and the voice says like, this time James might lose his life going around and around. He might lose his heart and he might lose this hand of back rag. And then it stops and, and he looks at the camera. He's like, not today. <laughs> the only thing you won't do is, is lose yet. <laughs> it's like he will not absolutely ever lose. <laughs> now, in the real world, correct me if I'm wrong, weren't they talking about Henry Cavill being Bond? They have. That's one of the names in uh, uh, Idris Elba. But they they both said, I guess Cavill's still in it. And, and uh, Elbows, can say, he's already said he's out. I think he'd be great. But it's going to be the uh, that guy, that Aaron kid, which I which I don't have a problem with, just because that might that means that my name will be uh, you know James. Yeah, Bond. there's a whole yeah. list of people now that like I have a list somewhere, but it's a bunch of people I just don't know. I do. It's going to be that guy. Watch this it. Guy, watch watch <laughs> what happens. Guy. I'm telling you, it's going to be that Aaron guy. Taylor Johnson. I think his name is that dude. Yeah, right. He he's he's the one rumored to be like at the top of the list now. If mm-hmm. you, I didn't know this. This is this is like the revelation that um, you had the choice of either going to the jungles of Vietnam or playing volleyball with supermodels in Milan. Aaron has now revealed that if you share a name with the actor who plays James Bond, you get his sloppy seconds. Yeah, you do. That's that's yeah. a rule. Yeah, yeah duh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a for sure. That's a for shizzle, my friend. <laughs> All right, well, George, what else do we have here? We yeah, come on. Like, what more do you want? You got a green light or what? Do we have any like special weapons or? Oh well, you know, I would. I did think about the car, and what I was thinking about was that I did. So they brought the old car back for 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 uh, Daniel Craig, right? Yeah, right. He was in the old car because that yeah, that's what I was. I was sort of thinking that I, I was reminding myself that back then it wasn't like I had the what are you the corgi toys, you know, of the Batmobile and stuff. Yeah, and I had the James Bond car, and really back then they weren't. They didn't seem that different to me. They both seemed like 
you know, that seemed you know, fanciful or like, you know, a, a car that can shoot rockets and had a chain in the front or had an oil slick behind it or a ejector seat. And I wondered, I couldn't remember in the, in the Daniel Craig movies, did they make it seem more real, not so superhero-ish? You know, and how could we make it? Yeah, I don't think, I think it was just being a, a bitchin' driver uh, rather than like a bunch stuff of- Stuff coming out? Kooky okay. dodo stuff, yeah. yeah. It, what's groovy about this is that you're putting him in different things wherever yeah. he is, just like James always yeah. gets involved. But like, so like when he's in, uh, when he's running around and kicking ass with Billy Bob Thornton, he's got like a, you know, Ford- Whoever's going to give us the best, yeah, best fucking sponsorship. Truck. Yeah. Like a big, fr- right. yeah, the Ford F-50 kind of bullshit there. And then, uh, you know, you have some sort of like helicopter, some kind of cr- helicopter car or some shit on the Savannah. Right. He has he has a super bike in Japan, maybe. <laughs> you know what would be right. rad is that, you know, though they have the speed, the bullet trains in Japan. You get him on a motorcycle up on one of those tracks with the train Ooh, coming down. I like on. that line. Mm. But it's like a rocket. It's like a rocket bike. And he gets up there. How about if he he ends up, you know, the the bike crashes, but he ends up in the bullet train, and then he drives the bullet train out of the tracks and then onto the streets of Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Kind of like what they did. They did that in one of the Batmans, didn't they? With that that, um, Taken guy was in, where he was Baz Agul or whatever. Aren't they driving the whole train like through Gotham, and it goes off the tracks and everything? (laughs) They had a train too, but it's not like this. Not like not a bullet train, you know, bullet trains, yeah. not a bullet train. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the preview that shows that part, uh, mm-hmm. our voiceover guy goes, "Fuck Chris Nolan," <laughs> <laughs> and fuck Chris Nolan and Tom Cruise. It's like, wow, I, I feel like I just heard something weird in there. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> it's it's subtle. Fuck Chris Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want, dude? We gave it. That's to it. You. I don't know that you guys have answered all my questions and more. I'm very pleased with this meeting. So is Mr. Broccoli. So. <laughs> I think this. I think this is going great. Unless you guys can think of something else, I think we've, in, in this short amount of time, we've done all the work for Hollywood. Just the right. just the venue we're in of the AI, and we were all on the same page of what I was thinking anyway. Yeah, you're welcome. If you guys hear that that clicking sound in the background, that's the Ouija board going crazy because Cubby is oh, yeah. so excited about this <laughs> so he's, concept. He's spelling out "fantastic" over and over again. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you're I found welcome. This on the web for spelling a "fantastic" oh, over and over again. Hold on. Check it out. Jeez, Siri's gone crazy. Spe- <laughs> but, but by the way, guys, now we know we did it. We, now we know who was AI listening. Is listening. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. She knows. She's trying to interrupt us. She goes, "Fuck, they have it." Now yeah. we know they cracked the code. <laughs> was that Jane Christian? That's Jane Christian. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta unplug the computer, guys. I gotta get out of here. They know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it. Yeah, we did it, guys. Good prim, Jim. That was good. All right. The next Bond movie has been solved. We've cracked the code. Solid, Solid disaster. disaster. Coming in 2025. <laughs> Fuck Chris Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, George, that was a nice attempt to get us to keep talking about James Bond. That's yeah. Right. But, you but know I did get you're... my answers, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I you did, did get, get my answers. answers. Mr. Broccoli got his answers. Well, at the end of every pitch meeting, so far every PremGen session we've had, we've walked out saying this. I have my answer. I have my answer. And by the way, we got we need a role for Michael Caine. Got to be, a, yeah, got to be a part yeah. for Mike. Maybe he's the new um, Q. Did Q yeah, that'd get be killed? fucking awesome. Yeah, well, Q is the is uh, Ben Winshaw, who's yeah. he's great. But maybe like you can like we meet young Q's dad, and it's Mickey Kane. There you go. And so yeah, we got to get him for something, and he'll do it. <laughs> we know he'll do it. Yeah, you know he will. 
that's going to be great. I'm excited about this movie. Billy Bob, Michael Caine, whoever cast They're never going to see the Billy Bob thing coming. I think that's genius. No, they never will it see is. it coming when you have all this other shit going on. Um, but he's the guy. And he's Brady Bauer. Brady Bauer. <laughs> Hello, I'm Brady Bauer. And it's that said that way, Bauer. Brady Bauer. Brady Bauer. It's like you're saying Bowel almost. <laughs> Brady Bauer. <laughs> uh, into the TC, though, son. Into in yeah. the TC. Let's go. All Enough right. of this jacking around, George. All right. You All know right. what's up. Yeah. Torture chamber. Okay. I'm not going to bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm going to torture you anyway. Suffering. All right. Well, I've crunched the numbers, and let's see. Last episode, <laughs> uh, we we were torturing me, and Aaron went second with yeah. uh, with uh, Telly Saval. Correct. Which means I believe Aaron has to go first this time. That's accurate. Okay. Solid math right there. That's yeah. right. So, do you want to walk us up to the the torture song for George? I do. I do. Um, well, George, uh, there's a couple of firsts going on right now. Uh, Damon, do you remember how close to the air date of the show was your Trump chorus thing? Um, I think we figured months or weeks. It was about five or six weeks, I think, because that was a Josh episode, right? Right. Yeah. So. And so I think that Trump song came out sometime in March, and I think we recorded it in May, something like that. Uh, so it was about five or six weeks. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be, <laughs> I think this song came out this week or the end of last week. Holy shit. Wow. wow. <laughs> and there's something else that's interesting about this song, but let the song start. And it will reveal what the interesting second part is. <laughs> it will reveal itself or you'll tell us what it is. No, you'll I'm know. Intrigued. I'm intrigued. Okay. Yeah, you'll get ready to be upset, though, instead of intrigued. <laughs> it, it, you're going to quickly change to upset, my friend. You're not be intrigued for very long. Why? Because you mean nauseated. That's right. You're going to have diarrhea. I believe this is what you'll say, George. You've got to be shitting me is what I think that you'll say <laughs> internally, if not outwardly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Good God, do we have to sit through this whole fucking thing again? So far, I like it. I like that open. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to stop liking it ere long. Trust okay. me. Okay. 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 Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, this isn't happening. Oh, no. Oh, no, when someone covered this. You asshole. Um. You asshole. Oh, you know this is terrible for me. (laughs) This is We Didn't Start the Fire Reboot for 2023. Events that have happened betwixt 1989 and 2023, courtesy of your good friends at Fallout Boy. Nobody's asking for this. Nobody did. Not one person. 
I now have I now I do know about this because Jen was watching her newscast her Channel 5 funny news in the morning and this came on and I walked out of the room because I knew I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I didn't well, even know it was Fallout Boy. I just heard them going and a reboot of the Billy Joel made a picture of him with the fire and you know rolling in the back of the video and I'm like no 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 nope nope. <laughs> so one thing I will say that is positive for this is that the original clocks in at like, I think almost exactly five minutes and this is like three and a half minutes, I think. And so that's good. Um, but all of the lyrics, all of the, so all of the things that they choose are things, as I mentioned, that took place between 89 and this year. Now what's mildly compelling about bill was that he at least for the most part, my memory was, is that it was chronological. And so he couldn't just throw a bunch of bullshit in a sack and then find the rhymes. Let me guess what Fallout Boy did. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's just a bunch of bullshit. And they you do a bunch of fuck around fuckery with like switching first and last names to make your rhyme work. Ah, oh, shit. So just lazy too. Yeah, it's right. fucking I can't lazy. Wait to hear now I'm mad. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's go. I'm not sending. I'm not going to send you the lyrics because it's fucking stupid. I will tell you what's happening if okay. you care to ask. I do. Um, now, one thing, the th- the biggest, you know, that you're going to get effed in the A when the original starts with Harry Truman is the first word. Their yeah. first word is Captain Planet. I don't know what that is. So Captain Planet was a dipshit. I had no idea either. Captain Planet was some dipshit Hanna-Barbera 1991 cartoon that fucking means something to these nerds. Apparently. Oh, because they're younger. You guys are graduating high school, but they were right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you already know that it's, it's they think that they're being cheeky and or fun. And there's nothing worse than that. There really isn't when people are trying to be funny and that's not what their stock and trade is. You so, know what? I'm already pissed about this. And I'll tell you what, because should be. I, Billy should have shut this down. <laughs> he should have shut this down and went, no, no, no. He's got so much money. Yeah, doesn't need he, the money. It's just yeah. going to. Okay. He should have shut this down. <laughs> he sort of defiantly likes this song, though, knowing that it bugs people. So he probably thought this was just another bite at the apple to piss people off. He's he right. I said recently, <laughs> I think that it was, and I had to laugh because he's right. He goes, boy, I'll tell you, this melody is like a dentist drill. Okay. He's right about that. So, uh, so it would be, imagine if it was so bad that like they redid it, Georgie, and they just, and they did all of the JFK blown away lyrics, like all of the same way. That would have been awful. But it's yes. worse that they took this on and said, let's be clever and surprise everyone with what we choose and sometimes more importantly, what we leave out given the exercise, which is big deal stuff that happened in this time frame. So let's take a listen. Yeah, let's. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> is there any lyric about DNA on a blue dress? <laughs> One of the strange things to leave out, by the way, Monica Lewinsky left out. No cigar in the pussy. Okay. No. If they had a, if they had a pair, they would have fucking led with that. Oh hell yeah! Nothing on a blue dress, <laughs> but they didn't. But but, but Whitewater's in here, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Uh, let's let's listen. Okay, Vin, Vince. What was that guy's name? Vince, the guy who killed himself. 
Vince Glorthow. Yeah, quote, yeah. Vince Glorthow. <laughs> Are you the key master? I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince, uh, yeah, they, yeah. He, they Foster. found him on a park bench. Yeah, 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 on it. Was he? No, because the other guy was killed in the plane. That was the. Yeah, they they were killed. Yeah, they they were they killed themselves. Stop mm-hmm. trying to <laughs> avoid this. Vince Foster blown away. What else do I have to say? <laughs> hey, go go go. Play it. All Just right, play come it. On, come on. All right. Oh, they had to cram that one in. Iceland Volcano. Okay. Iceland Volcano. Okay, well, I, I heard deep fakes. That's all it's, I got out of that. It's Captain Planet, Arab Spring, L.A. Riots, Rodney King, deep fakes, earthquakes, Iceland Volcano. The deep fakes aren't until, for, for like, they were like a year ago. You yeah. can't put that up against well, they, the L.A. Riots. Well, he's not, do, yes, he just told you. They didn't do it in order. That's what they, they're he not doing it, in they order. They didn't order it at all. They just threw a bunch of shit in a bag. And then looked for the rhymes, like did yeah. the uh, you know the little magnets on the fridge. I'm reinforcing your point, and I'm yes, yeah, and it's, angry it's horrible. It. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking oh, yeah. stupid. We knew this was coming. That's why I was fascinated what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of whatever. Because again, uh, like like I give it to Billy because like it's especially after hearing this, where you go, okay, Billy had to actually do some work. He had to go, okay, st- I'm going to start here. What happened this year? Like not a lot of work, but he had to do some work. All he had to do was get like. Four boxes and put one in fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and Four then put them in boxes. order. Yeah, it's really not that challenging. Okay, deep faiths, earthquakes, Icelandic volcano, Iceland volcano. Yeah. Okay, okay let's keep going. All right, let's. I'm not going to ask any more questions. Let's just hear it. <laughs> oh, I'm just looking because it's, I'm I'm watching the. I guess the official video is kind of like a lyric video, meaning yeah. they need you to hear mm-hmm. every reference because it's so genius. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking ahead at what's coming, and I'm just like, fuck me. We've got <laughs> like three minutes of this shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. You have no idea what you're in for, George. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I'm just going to concede. I'm not even going to play, play my torture. <laughs> Let's get through this. Come on. Everyone's going to be like patting me on the head going, quaint, Damon. Nice quaint. <laughs> this is a fucking disaster, man. Solid okay. disaster. Solid disaster. Thank you. Call back. Professional broadcasting. Someone call Fallout Boy. See if they want to do some soundtrack work. Yeah. For somebody else's movie, because fuck them. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Here we go. Monsanto GMO. Did he say Monsanto next to Tiger Mon- Woods and Kurt Monsanto GMO MySpace gets a shout out. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff is missing, guys. And remember, I want you to remember from time to time, I'll say that gets a shout out. And that's because I'm I'm feeling the power of the omission, meaning what they didn't say, but said this instead. So like they're looking for the rhyme. They're doing the cheap work. So, oh God, that's so funny. I mean, obviously these guys—I don't know them or whatever—but it makes sense they'd know, being however old they were, then they'd know Tiger Woods and Kurt Cobain. But they—they got to be sitting around going, "We got to put something smart in." What about Monsanto? <laughs> 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 Who cares about that? What? <laughs> I, I'm almost afraid to ask this, but please tell me they didn't go meta and put their own name in there because they came out <laughs> in this one era. of the funny things is is that uh. they leave out they so they name check fucking captain fucking planet so yeah. that you know they're fucking cartoon nerds but they leave out the simpsons which happened where they got very their powerfully name. in that time where they got their name so like yeah. that would have been your meta moment damon 
they didn't, didn't know they do got that. their name there. I didn't know that. Yeah. <sighs> so maybe maybe the guys maybe maybe Matt Greenig and uh, and those guys just this didn't sign off. They they were in the lyrics They're like, no, take us out of this. This is right. fucking lame. We don't yeah. be associated with you and your stupid fucking song. Bad <laughs> enough, you got your name from us. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to redo that song that everybody loves. Wait, what? <laughs> they don't love it. <laughs> you, you guys are going to cover Uptown Girl. Oh. <laughs> I remember running around telling everybody what a, what a rad song I thought. Uh, parenthetically to this, that that, that uh, party all the time. I love that yeah. song. That had a lot yeah. of good going for it because of, like yeah. the the words, if you tear them apart, are actually kind of interesting, and the groove is kind of cool. And so I I bullied emotionally uh, guitar Dave Meyerhofer. Joey and myself into doing a rocking arrangement that I put together for that song. <laughs> and Joey actually brought it to my attention the other day. And the reason I bring it up now is that uh, I remember being all excited about it and people's attitudes were probably much of what Fallout Boy ran up to. <laughs> hey, you know, good idea. We're going to cover it. What song? Huh. Party all the time. What? Huh. No. <laughs> huh. All right. We left off at Monsanto. Go ahead. Yeah. What stupid Billy Joel song would you prefer they do? Like River of Dreams or something? Like, is there <laughs> any other song I'd be okay with? In the middle of the night. <laughs> the River of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like anything. Yeah, like Matter of Crust. <laughs> it's such a fucking shitbox. And like, and the, the bass player was interviewed and he's like, you know, look, I've been wanting to do this forever. And finally I talked to the band like, who, who'd you been talking to? And like how, based on what? So you could string a bunch of shit together. Hey I guys, mean, you know, it's a good song. Allentown. How about that? <laughs> people are talking about it in the, for some of the same reasons we are like, no one's jacked about it. No one's psyched, but everyone's more sort of like, what the fuck is this? And f- truly, like, and so, like, why didn't that stop it well before, like, fire that dude for even coming up with this idea? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're fired, my friend. I couldn't <laughs> stop leaving the room when I heard about it in the news. <laughs> <laughs> you did, dude. Shit. I should have told him. Let's go. Let's get out yeah. of the first verse. Yeah. Okay. Let's get away from Monsanto here. <laughs> These guys definitely put themselves in a Joel hole. <laughs> oh, boy. So now we get all these callbacks to the previous episode, right? That's right. Sure. All the joy. Joy in the Joel hole. We're not going to sue ourselves. <laughs> That's just gold sitting there. <laughs> All right, come on. Listen to him rock. Harry Potter, Twilight, Michael Jackson dies. Nuclear accident, Fukushima, Japan. Crimean Peninsula, Cambridge, off <laughs> can you Fuck read you. that please can you yeah. read all those i got uh, cambridge analytica <laughs> harry potter twilight michael jackson died nuclear accident fukushima japan crimean peninsula cambridge analytica kim jong-un robert downey jr iron man <laughs> <laughs> and, and none of it just doesn't none of this works because none of the things are connected like yeah. at least billy it, it doesn't i'm trying to put the figure out what and no, it's just a bunch Iron of Iron Man's just a like bag in the 2000s. Shit. Like what It's a bag of shit. All it has to do, all it has to do, I'll tell you what it has what it has to do is rhyme. Then it has to then it has to have taken place ideally in the, in the time last 35 years that they talk about. Sometimes they're wrong though, which is even stranger. So like what the fuck is this exercise for? And if these guys had any balls like like Michael Jackson dies is sort of like 
I would have child molestation. Yeah, I would have said like <laughs> MJ Vitiligo cock, you know, or something like that. <laughs> then, Vitiligo cock. MJ had a pinto dick. <laughs> 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 exactly. Like, have some fun with it, you know, like yeah. the, with the jizz on the dress and the and the spotted dick and everything. Come on, <laughs> for the trouble in the Suez line. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like. I like that. Our, I like all of our notes are, are like uh, are like dick based. More dick jokes, guys. I like where you're going, but more dick jokes. That's what yeah, I think. Duh. That's my note. <laughs> Is this the era when some a kid drowned at Tommy Lee's house? Yes, uh, that was in that time. Well, yeah, it was in the last thirty-five years. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, not to be morbid or anything, and not that I wish that hadn't happened. But like, this is the most MySpace. Like, who gives a fuck? It's odd, right? No, for sure. And and again, considering some of the stuff that they leave out, which we can cover as it happens. But like, remember, somebody wrote this. I think it was on uh, in, on the Slate site. So it was, and I think it was a sta- the staff wrote an article, thirty-three shit ball things about this dumb thing. And a lot of it is them just being they're they're just pointing it out and and some of the things that we've already said they kind of cover. But one of the things that was key to remember is that isn't this fucked out though? Like this has been going on in like Twitter memes listing stuff since 2015. Fucking Jimmy Fallon did a shit version of this that they didn't change the fucking chorus for, right, Damon? Mm-hmm. Right. I think Aaron, I think what you're saying is it's always been burning since the world was turning. Yeah. Somebody's been burning <laughs> they've been churning over this stupid idea <laughs> ever since the core of the earth began. Yeah, the the Jimmy fucking Fallon. Yeah, it was like They didn't change the course. We right? didn't start the Flintstones or something, or wasn't it? Going back to bedrock. Don't yeah. get me fucking started. But for but that. for this, for this, it's the same chorus. So like because they still want to keep it going because it's still the same song they're still crediting billy joel on his own on yeah. the uh, on the credits that was big of them <laughs> yeah so here comes the dopey chorus and then okay, we'll get go. to some more uh asinine behavior from mm. fallout boy <sighs> fob double down on that chorus for sure yeah 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 You're trying to fight MySpace? Like, what What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, are you fighting any of it? Because you're, you're just listing it. It didn't make sense when Bill said it, yeah. and it fucking makes less sense when the fobs say it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first one, where they do that. Where they're to, In order to get the rhyme, mm-hmm. rather than say Lebanon explosion or explosion in Lebanon, they say explosion Lebanon. Lebanon. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Spielberg start his career like yes, well within the a, Billy Joel version? Right. You could argue that the biggest, raddest, with the exception of like Jurassic Park, and I mean, he made monumental movies, but his, his super cultural significance was prior to 89. Yeah, it was, it was Jaws, it was E.T., it was Close Encounters. Right. right. You could argue easily. I mean, put Tarantino in there or something, or, or is sure. he in here later? I don't think so. Yeah, no. So it's like what they leave out is... Sort of He's remarkable. not significant during this time, Damon, so forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard Fucking to rhyme idiots. Tarantino with, with Bino. I don't or, know. Well, you <laughs> could just say, Tarantino wants to smell your feet. <laughs> if you had any balls, you get, if you were married to Monsanto, you could probably make Tarantanto. <laughs> All right, let's go. Play it. I feel like there's a Kimosavi joke in there somewhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unbombing Boston Marathon Balloon. 
Bobbit, comma John. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Like, in kids order to the, make the it rhyme, work. they're fucking around with it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off! Like, don't fucking use it. These guys are fucking. Don't use it. Dimwits. You stop it. They're fucking halfwits. Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy, could anyone have predicted when a band called Fallout Boy came out that they they would be reduced to this? Exactly. Now he's just naming Netflix documentaries. Okay, now what, what came after Tiger King? It sounded like he said Trouble in Ever Suez. Ever Given and then Suez. <laughs> so he did say Suez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He okay. wants to say Suez. But like, yes, he's just listing shows now, right? What's Suez? What, what's yeah, that? I know yeah. what it... Well, he said Tiger King and, and Stranger Things. I'm not really... I'm not super sure about... Like, Suez must be a show. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're just saying Suez? I don't... <laughs> She should have said trouble in the Suez because I guess that there's pretty, pretty yeah. troublesome in the, from 89 right. to now. What was Just the one? Again. Didn't you guys do one with Happy Days in it? Mr. C something? Mr. 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 C, C blown, blown away. away. What else do I have to say? That's <laughs> he, they could have used that line. Yeah. Been, they, fine. yeah. Come on, Fobbs. It's still funnier than anything in this fucking song. <laughs> I was going to say, your, side, your thing's better. I know. <laughs> That's all we had. We just once you achieve perfection, you just stop. Why would Sleep you get back up? Why get out of the room. <laughs> all right. Okay. Nice. It's that chorus. It's that chorus you've been asking about. Yeah. Is is this just kind of like calculated because there's enough young kids who don't aren't familiar with the original, so they'll just think this is a Fallout Boy song. I mean, I think so. This is like when those uh, buttholes back in in the uh, in the late. 90s were doing like fast versions of Boys of Summer. But I was going to say the and Boys of stood, Summer guys. Yeah, right, and then yeah. that stood for a hit, you know, because yeah. they like they didn't know the hook is so good and da 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 da. It just it was happening a lot at that and time. Someone right? did Smooth Criminal, right? Who so did Smooth yeah. Criminal? Yeah, Alien yeah. Ant Farm, right? Yeah. Um, but like the Boys of Summer thing was almost as bad as this. Well, the Boys of Summer thing was like a cover, a straight cover, which is yeah, this like is much worse. I'm saying like that if you would, if you had done, if they had covered Boys of Summer and said, "I can see you on your Instagram page," you know, then <laughs> it would be fucking as horrible as this. I hate specifics. Like George and I would bounce, uh, butt our heads for occasionally on on this. Like George knows how to do it and do it right, but still, it bumps me when I hear specifics like somebody saying facebook in a song is awful to me and it's terrible george would never do that but like there are times when specifics are cool but rarely as far as i'm concerned and this is a song of all that which dates it and makes it stupid right away which i guess is their point but they're trying to celebrate hey man it's a disposable society so like if you if you want to tell us to fuck off fine well i am mission accomplished i guess (laughs) so like what you you spend a lot of money for that I remember that story you told me, Aaron, about that songwriting session you had where George was insistent on using the term Lloyd Benson. <laughs> That's right. We just couldn't come to an agreement. How about we just say politician? Said, no, it's got to be Lloyd Benson. Got to be Lloyd Benson. Ask you used to have his, his, yeah, for a while his middle initial was in there. That was the, he acquiesced and said, no, okay, we'll drop that. <laughs> but I feel this thing was a victory for him because no one knew that except for George. Such a Benson head. <laughs> Real Ben's head over here. <laughs> He's a Benson stan. <laughs> you did. I knew John Kennedy. <laughs> Do these Fallout 
idiots uh, mentioned Lloyd Benson in this fucking song? <laughs> no, or Alan Cranston, which we're behind on. Glaring error. <laughs> Two juicy missed opportunities. Let's go. We're close. We're closer than we to the end than we are to the beginning. I think that's good. Almost. But get most just write this song and do it right because this is this is fucking terrible. And we would do a funnier version about like Michael Jackson's cock and stuff. That would be great. <laughs> that and that's what people want. Yeah. Talk about an argument over what lyrics are going to go in. <laughs> but as long as they're each one is more ridiculous than the last, then it doesn't matter. We're, I'm not going to argue if someone wants to do like you know the time that that Dave Matthews dumped their porta potty on those people in the boat. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> that would, like it's all I, bad things between yeah, all terrible, scandalous things. <laughs> so let's. So since you're bringing that up, when you're saying bad things, right? All bad yeah. things. Yeah. Guess what's not in here? No COVID. Oh. Oh. Seven million stupid. people die. Yeah. Well, is nine eleven? <laughs> and and in you here? leave. And you leave it out. I think it is. I think nine eleven's in here. Oh. I think that's the uh, JFK blown away line. I think is is that. But what? But how do you leave COVID out? Now, they said, well, it's a glaring omission considering what your exercise is. And apparently they're like, well, you know, that's all anyone was talking about for a while. So we figured leave it out. They that's said not that? the exercise. Yes. No, that's what he said. That was okay. the reason. So like, oh, people are tired of hearing it. Like this fucking original song? <laughs> tired the, like that? But this, but this Monsanto thing. Yeah. No, that's, that's, the- <laughs> that's gripping the nation right now. <laughs> They should have done it like an anti-vax message or something. Go and get your jab or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Sheeple. <laughs> Plandemic. Well, the, the other thing too. The other thing too. I I, no, I noticed about this is which would make make sense in the Billy Joel song. I, I can't believe I'm just defending the original because I, I hate it just as much. Or, <laughs> I guess less now. But that as the intensity goes and he starts to growl his voice in the second part of the verses. You wonder where he's going and you're thinking ahead of like, well, what's next? And he's getting more intense. With this, it doesn't make sense because it goes all these different places. So the intensity doesn't work. Right. Right. In the second part of it doesn't get worse and more close to where we're going. Yeah. The truth of it is that we'll hear more of it right now. And it's just as you said just now. Yes. It just gets more dumb. Okay. Right. Yeah, you can't put those things against. You can't put Sandy Hook with. Okay, forget it. I'm I'm done talking about it. All right. (laughs) You can if it rhymes or if it gets your flow together, George. That's all that matters, baby. (sighs) And then it. And then and then at least with the time that what Billy Joel did at least gave compared to this gave thalidomide some gravitas because right. It's, yes right right compared exactly. to this right. which is just has to fit fallout boys rhyme scheme yeah right. and you're talking right. about fucking real serious gnarly shit and like yes. i bet the japanese people are fucking stoked to hear you say to glibly talk about their guy getting shot right you know so that it fits your fucking rhyme scheme shinzo abe blown away yeah uh, yeah i feel like george is right like were you billy joel would build up to something a lot of times it was something stupid like you know, um, trouble in the Suez. <laughs> yeah, but like these guys are building up to. You feel like they're going to try to do the same thing, but the, the, their big like you know cathartic line is Jennifer Aniston's hairstyle. You know, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like the biggest thing of the '90s was Jen's hairstyle. Right. Right. And like, <laughs> and like, and sort of back to some of the things that are sort of glaring omissions. You know, like 
If the original includes a, a stern couplet regarding Billy Joel's anger at the Cola Wars, <laughs> how are you going to leave, like yeah. leave out where seven billion people died? <laughs> I think we could write a better song if the two of you came here and we just wrote a song about stuff in this closet I'm in. Georgie, we could write a song, a better song, if we were three of us on fire, on actual fire. Moppy, blown away. What else do I have to say? <laughs> Let's fucking go. We're staying. Right, we got to get through it. We're, we're two minutes in. We got a minute and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> just let it roll. Just let it let no. it roll. Okay, this song feels to... longer than the time period they're covering. <laughs> it does for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on. Venus and Serena. Yeah. And by the way, the Fermi paradox had nothing to do with the period between 89 and now. Not one thing. That's, the, that w- the The Fermi paradox is, is the, if there were aliens, where are they? Is basic is the short version of what that is, and that right. was a theory developed, I think, in the seventies, <laughs> and nothing's <laughs> happened since then. So, like, unless the fobs know something that fucking we don't know. Anyways, thanks. People start talking about it again in two thousand three. <laughs> yeah, swell. The Fallout Boy paradox: If you could write good songs, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's awful quiet. <laughs> If you play this song in the woods and nobody hears it, is it really? <laughs> well, now we know why the fucking aliens aren't coming by. Because they're like, what? Right. They, they did this song again? Fuck no, then. Yeah. They ain't learned shit. <laughs> enough enough time has passed that that song is finally out of the, oh, shit. Yeah, they almost made it here. They're yeah. like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, what is up, bitches? Oh, wait, fuck it. Oh, okay, let's. Turn around, down. turn around, turn around, yeah. turn around. <laughs> the sound of, of, a, of a UFO screeching its tires. <laughs> <laughs> No, Gleek Warp, no! Turn it around! I don't know if she's going to make it. Just just hit on the brake, get on the brakes. They're pulling handbrakes on their spaceship. They're just... Flip a bitch. Flip a bitch. Come on, Gleek Warp. All right, let's go. All right, come on. Keaton Batman. Fuck off. Yeah, so he feels like he's got to give a shout out to both Michael Jordan numbers because everyone thinks about Michael Jordan being 45 for five seconds and that he played baseball for five seconds. Everyone thinks about that. (laughs) Keep COVID out. Put the Michael Jordan 45 in there. Good stuff. Both his jerseys. Thank you. (laughs) He's on the Wizards, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. He found something to rhyme with more. Great. Bush v. Gore. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. So he can get his rhyme scheme and the flow going. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Turns out the Cola Wars was a better line. Way better, dude. <laughs> Fucking way better. <laughs> still going <laughs> this is how i felt when we were listening to billy joel because you feel like oh they uh, they just they just peaked <laughs> ride it out this is worse than two princes like it's like a rape it's gonna happen yeah and it feels longer by the way it's a good point damon because they're not going sequentially we it could go on forever 
they could just keep naming stuff. At least with yeah. Bill, you're like, okay, now we're up to Thank the Thank God they're now. in the 70s, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it's in the 70s now. Yeah, <laughs> I thought soon. about that. Yeah, no, this is much worse. Shit. <laughs> Texas failed electric grids. Jeff Bezos, climate change. White rhino goes extinct. Great Pacific garbage patch. Tom DeLonge and aliens. Mars rover avatar. Self-driving electric cars. S-S-R-I's prince and the queen die. World trade second plane. What else do I have to say? <laughs> He's calling out the second plane. Yeah, the second plane. Like, forget the what first one. Yeah. Okay. He does two Michael Jordan jersey numbers, but only yeah. mentions one of the planes in the World Trade Center. What the fuck is this guy's problem? So it's a syllabic thing, right? It's scams. That he asked because he has to right. say something yeah. there. But yes. like, it feels like you could have thought for just a short while and not did what they did. No, you could have figured. Well, here's. I have well, look. Problem. Okay. Look, I just solved it. Sorry, George. But he says World Trade Second Plane. 9-11 deadly plane. But bam, b- b- done. <laughs> deadly okay. planes. Deadly planes, right. Buy so, yourself an S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wh- what a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, a second I, I, plane. It's I have a similar comment. In that verse, it sounds like in the beginning he says Elon Musk, and then a little while later he says electric car as two separate things. <laughs> why, are they, why wouldn't those be together? Well, it's Elon Musk, Kaepernick. Texas failed electric grid. Oh, it's not car. Okay, no, sorry. No, my my my. Okay, my fault. Okay, it's still stupid. Yeah. No. Well, George. Later on, after Mars Rover, Mars Rover, Avatar, self-driving electric cars. So there like, you go. Oh, that, okay, like, that's yeah, what I'm like talking three, about. Three yes. chunks down. Yeah. Three okay. That down. it's you can't say that and then say the other thing the guy's famous for later. Well, I mean, look, they're leaving planes out. They're leaving pandemics out. You know, they're, they're doing fucking running around here with impunity. But what else do we have to say? That's where the song should end, right? They should have thrown that guy out of the car when he came up with the idea. That's where it ended. <laughs> You're out. Hey! Yeah, like that's a direct exit out of a band. If, so, if someone says, not only should we cover the song, <laughs> but we should write new lyrics for it. And really identifies that as, as a bad idea, Damon, because we asked a guy who's a fucking in a professional Billy Joel cover band, and they don't do it. So why the fuck should you do another version of it? Right. <laughs> God damn it. Like that suggestion should be followed by the manager approaching the bass player and saying, hey, you got a second? <laughs> Basically, I, I, clear out your love locker. your energy. You're, love your energy up top. Let's yeah. talk about that. Like right, right, right up top. Yeah, love the energy. You're going to make a great addition to another band. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is an opportunity. You know, in, in China, <laughs> one door closes. <laughs> the word for crisis is the same as the word for opportunity. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this door that's opening for you is our our tour bus door. <laughs> but the bus is still moving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. And by the way, when you when 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 talk to him, you're like, listen, Seth, um, also, you're leaving the band to start there. And um, <laughs> we're not going to say creative differences. We're going to say he wanted to cover We Didn't Start the Fire and have new lyrics. Because everyone's going to understand why we kicked you out. Everyone's yeah. going to understand that. We're yeah. going to get global high fives yeah. about this decision. No judge in the land will ever rule against us. <laughs> All right, go, go, it's go, not go, creative go. differences. I mean, it is, but... <laughs> We're creative. You're different. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. Are they saying something else? He's, yeah, he's, he's having fun there at the end. We didn't start it now. Oh, shit. He's vamping. Yeah. Right. I feel like this is going to be like Marvin Gaye level of, of soulful. <laughs> Come on.
Was that Tarzan? <laughs> Good pronunciation. Correct pronunciation. Is that Tarzan? <laughs> Sounds like Tarzan. Goddamn ass Tarzan. <laughs> George, play that song. The song with Tarzan. <laughs> All right. On and on and on is right, dude. Do we have to keep listening to this? No, it's over. It's over now. God. Okay, thank God. Oh my god! Well, we have to go through the fucking the charade of me playing my torture song at this point. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe it's something I really hate. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I'm just, I'm just gonna play the the little Billy Joel version. <laughs> <laughs> See which one George hates the most. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever you heard last. I'm changing my entry right now. <laughs> oh god. Well, my, mine's practically going to be a sorbet compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I feel so impotent right now. <laughs> disaster. A solid disaster. Yeah, solid disaster. <laughs> All right. That was Fallout Boy with We Didn't Start the Fire 23. Also one of the numbers of Jordan's jersey, by the way. That's right. But he also wore 45. I, I guess we in the year 2045, we can look forward to someone else covering the song. <laughs> Fucking fingers crossed. Don't jinx it. Let me get my shit together over here. I'm, I'm fucking... I don't know. I've just been broadsided by that song. I can't even think straight. <laughs> All right. So, as you know, today is July 3rd. Tomorrow is this glorious country's um, Independence Day, mm -hmm. where we all celebrate by getting drunk and shooting our fingers off. And, you know, we kind of just did Memorial Day, or I did at least. I, I did that that Billy Butt, Buddy Butthole ball cap song. Oh, yeah. Um, which was, you know, everyone go lick the troops in their assholes because they love that. And Joe Biden shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And so I was looking for something that was like patriotic. And if, don't get me wrong, there's tons of songs, but sort of like following that up after we just did Billy Butthole... I just was like, uh, but I did go through patriotic songs, and it's mostly, as you'd expect, a bunch of country douchebags. But, you know, speaking of 9-11, there's a shit ton of those let's go kick everyone's ass and shoot them in the face if they're not American songs, right? Mm -hmm. It was a renaissance of rednecks lecturing us coastal elite pussies about how we need to get on board with going somewhere to shoot non-Americans. That's what it was. <laughs> So Renaissance of rednecks. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, and even Dolly Parton got in on it. I mean, there's a lot of stupid songs about America back then, but they're all kind of the same. They're all that sentiment about like the, the Billy did. So I just decided to go all the way back. And by the way, Aaron, there was a song you said 23. There's a song that some douchebag did. Um, Say like after nine eleven, and then he re he updated the lyrics, not unlike Fall Out Boy for that song in twenty three. And I thought, oh, Aaron's going for that one. And what is that guy's name? Daryl something. But then he posed nude in Playgirl, <laughs> like with his with his brown tanned butt and everything. And I'm like, do these fucking dummies not understand that women don't look at this magazine? <laughs> I don't think they get it. Sexuals are masturbating to you. <laughs> so I thought, oh, God, Aaron jumped on that song, so I can't use that. But I did want to do something to commemorate kind of like Fourth of July and that, that patriotic mentality. And um, so I ended up here, and it's from a department. And it's from the... It was a different time, those 1960s, and yet everyone was still trying to make slow romantic love to their firearms department. 
<laughs> so I'm even tell you who this is to give you a little bit of context for when it starts. And uh, do you guys remember the song, um, "The Ballad of the Green Berets" by yes. Sergeant yeah. Barry Sadler? Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna, I listened to that song. and I went, you know, it's not even that bad of a song. It's kind, of, it's silly and stupid and a novelty song, but it's like it's not that bad of a song. It's not that cringy, you know. But I figured Barry's got to have some other stuff in that catalog, and oh, was I right? So let's hear Barry <laughs> Sarge. Yeah, so let's hear Sarge tell us about his one true love, shall we? Here we go. Man's best friend is his mother, but not in Vietnam. Just let me tell you, brother. I'm alive and here's why I am Cause I've got one son of a gun Of a gun you <laughs> One see son of a gun of a gun? Yeah <laughs> Wow I just said she has the lyrics <laughs> Jesus Christ Yeah And um Oh nothing The gun he's referring to Which he's about to say It's it's our friend the AR-15 Used in pretty much All the school shootings ever Right This is from the 60s? They had AR-15s in the 60s? Yeah 1966. I thought they were called M16s back then. All right. No. Well, mm. according to Sarge, his lover and best friend is an AR-15. AR-15. He would know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. See this AR-15. She's hot and she's mean and she ain't built for love or fun. Can I ask, Can I, like, there's something going on in the musicality of, like, if... <laughs> It feels weird that there's a honky tonk piano diddling away in there. Yeah, it should be like a drum or like a fife or something. Or <laughs> well, I was gonna yeah. say like the, the line he just said is "she ain't built for love or fun," but this song is. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a swinging kind of fun toe tapper about mm-hmm. shooting uh, Viet Cong. You know, right? Well, that's how you feel when you shoot Viet Cong <laughs> with any fifteen. Jesus Christ. It's the bare necessities, but about shooting bears. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, God. With that, t- like somehow, like a jaunty drum uh, loop and the acoustic doesn't upset me. But then you throw in like this fucking Spicklin Corners piano. <laughs> Spilliken Corners? <laughs> Spilliken Corners. You're making jellies and jams and shooting people. So oh, weird. <laughs> and there's no O in piano in, in this piano. No, hell you no. know what I mean? Jeez. Okay. All right. Come on, Barry. Psycho. Yeah. And yet this AR 15 is a part of my team. Cause she's one son of a gun, of a gun. Okay, so as we know, he was famous for the Green Beret song. In fact, his next single after this was called The A Team, about guess what? More Green Berets. So not unlike Bobby Boris Pickett and uh, and Terry Cashman, where they, they both had a theme they kept returning to, Barry keeps going back to the Green Beret. So now this this bridge coming up, like he has to remind you that he's wearing a Green Beret. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. They may shoot away my Green Beret, flip my silver wings, even make me lose my pay. Lots of other things. Okay, hold on a second. We got to tear that apart now. (laughs) They may shoot away my green berry. So the VC going to shoot away his hat, shoot his hat off his head. So close call. Clip his silver wings. So meaning that like he gets silver wings from he dies and he gets gets shot. That's a good question. His corpse is shot. I think that that the uh, the green berets have a special silver wing like badge or something that they wear. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
No, so if that's true, then we can move on because then it says, even make me lose my pay. Now, when you're a Green Beret and you're in the service, what are the only ways you lose your pay and not get paid for doing your job? Court martial, right? Like you're you're getting fired. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So who's they there? <laughs> so is he saying that the gun is going to make him go ape shit, or who's going to make him lose his pay? Who? Well, exactly. It, it was a super awkward rhyme that had to rhyme with beret, I guess. Like a Fallout Boy rhyme. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the line after that is very Fallout Boy. You couldn't even bother to come up with anything. You said and lots of other things. Yeah, that one's tongue cheeky, <laughs> like they're going to shoot his dick off or his balls. Because this song's about just dicks. This is like. When Paul Stanley sings about Love Gun, at least he has the balls to say, I'm singing about my dick. Right. This right. guy's singing about his dick. Yeah, I, that's what this is about. It, it, whatever. Well, yeah, because they said it's hard and mean earlier and stuff. You know, Because yeah. how, how, how are the North Vietnamese going to take away his pay? And his dick. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he yeah. has his son of a gun of a gun, <laughs> he's, he's all right. <laughs> you get a room, guy. <laughs> And then the guys in the background are like the, you know, the, the gay bathhouse choir. He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> exactly. yeah, he's fucking this gun. I'm telling you, to me, she's a queen. It's just. This yeah. Is, There's one point is, where where um, he's not singing and it's just like the, the sort of like fruitcake Jordanaires are singing by themselves. <laughs> And and it's just it's it's there's a whole thing going on here for sure. It is. This is this song's very homerotic. It's a lads' weekend out in uh, in uh, you know in in Sausalito. <laughs> Having a time of it. You can't spell Sausalito without saucy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. Leave my AR fifteen to me. She's a queen. Well, he just said queen. All right, mm. All right take it easy, fella. <laughs> God bless, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, more power to you. Let a lad be a lad, you know? The problem is, is that, like, he would use his AR-15 to shoot queens. Exactly. Like, like, he can't get enough of doing it because the protest too much. Yes. Exactly, because he hates the gay person inside he hates, Inside him. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best, best gal I've ever won. Cause she's what stands between me and the enemy, D.C. Yes, she's one son of a gun, of a gun. Okay, here comes, there's a setting on the on the uh, control board at the, at the studio. It's, it says, bathhouse reverb. <laughs> <laughs> she's the best gal I've ever won. Yeah. So that means he's won a series of gals? I guess. What a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Damon, I like that you I like your your, uh, your your reverb thing where it's like, no, no, guys, that's uh, that's more Miami bath towels. I'm talking San Francisco bath <laughs> I'm talking the I'm yeah, talking the tenderloin guy. Yeah, this is the tenderloin. Exactly. This isn't even West Hollywood. We're talking deep in the tenderloins, three yeah. in the morning. I'm talking dicey, like did you ever see cruising? I'm talking about some yeah. dicey shit. <laughs> yeah. The regular the, the mainstream bars have closed. Only the leather bars are open. Okay? I'm talking about Crisco kisses, okay? okay. Okay, that's from the top. <laughs> from the top. Let's go, guys. Let's go kiss this, my friends. Oh, I, I, oh, I know what you're talking about. I have a plug-in. It's called Ground Zero. Okay. <laughs> you go perfect. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, here comes the guys. All right. You see this AR-15. She's hard Jesus. This is weird. This yeah. is this, really You know weird. what it is? Is this these guys? Remember uh, Monty Python when they did the, uh, the I'm a lumberjack? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Totally. Like that. Yeah. This is them. <laughs> All right. Uh. And she ain't built for love or fun. And yet this AR-15 is a part of my 
Hakeem Cause she's one son of a gun, of a gun They may shoot away my green beret Clip my silver wings Even make me lose my pay Lots of other things. You're right. This is like a thing where, like, like they have like their their helmets on, and and they have like their, their, their... but they're not wearing any britches. Yeah, no, no. I was gonna yeah. say up top, it looks like they're army men, but then down yeah. below, it's just garter belts and high heels. <laughs> and they think it's funny, like they're all look at you, ha ha ha. Yeah. Here, kiss me real quick. That's hilarious, right? But truly, <laughs> they're like, I've never felt so alive. <laughs> I feel good in these. Finally, it's... I'm. I could be me. This is disturbing. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the sorry. And they also have, like, replica of AR-15s, but then when you pull the trigger, lipstick kind of twirls out. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know what? That is fun. None of this other stuff is fun. That's psychopathic craziness. Well, yeah. Like, we... Just <sighs> for the record, the Gitmo Bros support trans rights and whatever the hell you want to call it. We're all... We're 100% behind it. That's some, that's some fun shit they're up to. It's these guys want to kill them. And yeah, yet, yeah. they have this, these weird songs about... <laughs> loving their guns and it's a girl and it's you know it's a queen and stuff it's just bizarre right. it's very disturbing <laughs> let me with this songs are uh, nice and short Fuck. by the way unlike the fucking fallout boy um so this is almost <laughs> over uh i'll tell you a little bit about barry because he was he was quite a character um he obviously was a green beret but he was more of a medic i'm not disparaging medics They're, they do a very important job but like you pictured him like leaping out of an airplane like and landing in enemy territory right i don't know what right. a medic involves but at one point he got uh shot with something called a punji stick yeah punji stick yeah right. punji stick yeah. yeah do you know what that is yeah well it was dipped in in feces Right, it's like, a, tra- so it's like it, a, yeah. a trap, like a they they'd sharpen like bamboo and coat yeah. it in shit. Yeah, right. So you get infected. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. then he had to leave the front and had to go. You know, because he got this really bad infection. Obviously, he tried to treat it himself, mm-hmm. but because he was a medic, it didn't work. So he ended up, I guess, going back to wherever you go when you're getting treated, uh, the mash unit, I suppose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then uh, he was writing this song at the same uh, the uh, Green Beret song. And he ended up, like, just completely leaving the battlefront and just traveling around entertaining people doing his Green Beret song. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Uh, he went from being a Green Beret to just singing about the Green Berets. And then later, he he blew through all his money, of course. And uh, yeah. he, was, he was just... So he was either coming up with hit songs and... Uh, he also came up with this concept for a series of books that sold really well, these kind of pulp novels. and uh, But then he blew through all that money, too. So he was either doing these kind of, like, valid creative projects, of like writing a hit song or writing these hit novels, or he was going to Guatemala to be a mercenary where he was shot in the head <laughs> and died. Jesus Christ. So he's wow. just a real weird... Oh, and previous to going to Guatemala, by the way... He had another gun incident. This is why this 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 song is so fucking funny that he's just so into guns. He was having a dispute about his girlfriend. Her, her ex-boyfriend kept showing up and harassing her. So Barry comes out of the apartment and uh, just shoots the guy in cold blood. Later claimed that he saw the guy had a gun. They checked the guy. He and then and then he put a gun in, like in the guy's van or something. So. He set up, he completely set up this this phony story about how that he was uh, defending himself about a guy who didn't really have a gun and just killed the guy and he ended up getting twenty eight days of like 
work release program or something. He just murdered a guy in cold blood and got, got 28 days. Because they heard the song and they loved it so much, they just let him <laughs> yeah. off. We can't keep you in here, Sarge. <laughs> I sentenced you to singing the Son of a Gun song <laughs> for the whole court. Hey, nice piano. <laughs> so anyway, this guy's a real weirdo. You know, he's I, I have to imagine he, he was sort of like all over the, the scale, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sums off with the Sarge. I see yeah. it now. What do you? Here's what I think. I think this is a red badge of courage situation. I think that this guy trained to be a Green Beret, and it's great. He's a medic, and that's that's wonderful. And they're heroes too, etc. But when you're training to be a Green Beret, you don't want them to go. Hey, you're going to be the medic, okay? <laughs> and because all the other guys are now coming back with wounds, they're a red badge of courage, and they're coming back. And now he's going to fix them. And I'm sure he, as he fixes them, he just, he just fantasizes that he'd be one of them. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get. And that, that feeds in the rest of his life of defending things and going to Guatemala to be a mercenary. And, and defending his girlfriend. It, it, yeah, exactly. He wants to be in the fight and never was allowed to. Yeah. And that's why he's singing it. I mean, I doubt. I mean, I'm sure he learned how to use an AR-15 in training and stuff. But there was one sitting somewhere in the medical tent and the work he was doing was probably more valuable than being in the field, but sure. he didn't see it that way. Yeah. They put him there probably because he was smart. <laughs> yeah. And, but he didn't see it that way. That's, that's my take on what's going on with the, uh, with army arm man or whatever his name is. <laughs> I want to say Billy ball cap, but something else more clever. <laughs> yeah. He was bummed out because his red badge of courage was getting stuck with a poo poo stick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That would make makes fun of him. He got stuck with him. He fell he fell in a trap, got that with a punji stick. He had to go home. <laughs> All right, there's like thirty seconds left. This okay. is more of the same. Lots of other things. <laughs> Going through the motions here. Yeah. And lots of other things would leave my AR-15 To me, she's a queen She's the best, best gal I've ever won Cause she's what stands between me and the enemy See, yes, she's one And 66, by the way, is pretty fucking early in the Vietnam conflict Yeah, one year in <laughs> did, did anyone, yeah, did anyone even know what enemy VC was back then? I'd be curious yeah, to know. It if was that a new line... thing. I think that was even when it was still like we were, well, see, Johnson's, they've still, maybe even advisor level then. I'd have to consult Honky Tonk in, guys, but, you know. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, that's very early in the war. That's, you know, yeah. anything before 68 is, you know, yeah. George, and Honky Tonk in, did you mention this this crazy uh, saloon piano? I did not. I did not make any saloon pianos. I, I didn't write it, by the way. My my girlfriend did. So I now there's I, supposed I, to be 88 <laughs> keys, right? There's. I guarantee you, there's not 88 oh, no. keys on this <laughs> no. piano. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's more. He took all the black keys off. You know, <laughs> yeah. don't need those. Well, he definitely took those off. You understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. He. I'm telling you, this guy had a whole complex where he's like, I write this real tough. Like it's it's so overdone too. Like that right. he wrote this whole song so everyone think he was a tough guy that you know made love to his AR-15. That's how serious he was about it. <laughs> Fucking Steven Seagalian lunacy. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Yeah, that, that's what's happening with this dude. And I think there might be some what you said about because how does he keep losing all of his money you see he blew through his Weird. money how what did he buy what did he have a drug um, problem did he buy a lot of cars what was his thing a lot of was, guns it was the 70s so i'm assuming a lot of cocaina maybe right. he was the life of the party you know he'd get a, he'd get his royalty check and then he'd he'd buy rounds for the whole bar for a week and then <laughs> that'd be it yeah and then <laughs> 
At least this guy, though, I mean, Barry was was actually in the armed forces, unlike, you know, yeah. Buddy Ballcap and, and Keith Urban and Clint Black and all those other guys who are writing 9-11 songs. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what's the, honestly, you guys, and I'm not saying this, I'd, I'd like to know your thought. How many of those guys who are telling us we're all a bunch of pussies for not going to fight the towel heads, how many of those guys were actually in any sort of armed services at all? Any of them? I don't know. Like, like yeah. what's who, Toby Keith and all his... America's booty in your ass and all that stuff. I, well, I can't I, imagine like one of them was ever in even like the the uh, National Guard or anything. There's some guys probably that were in the service when they were younger or something. Some of those guys. Five percent. I know one thing. They're they're all multimillionaires now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that for sure. For America, ass kicking songs. Guess what? I'm not married to Nicole Kidman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this, who cares? This song's fading out, so we don't need to hear anymore. So there you go. Sergeant Barry Sadler of the Green Berets fame singing One Son of a Gun of a Gun. <laughs> a sad little offering in the wake of Fallout Boy. <laughs> and we didn't start the fire. Should I just play the, 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 the winner, the ABBA song at this point? Well, let me, let me say one thing first. Okay. Yours is a good entry, and it and I am disturbed by it on a different <laughs> level than I'm disturbed by Fallout Boy. Yeah, because it's very disturbing. It, it's very disturbing song. It's weird. Yeah, it points, it's really a lot weird. Of strange Im- imagery coming yeah, out of that song. It's odd. Man. There's a God lot of it. and on any other day you'd certainly be you know, but that that Fallout Boy thing is just it's a fucking abomination. It's like a. It's irresponsible. Uh, yeah, it's ir- I'm just I'm so mad about everything about it. The trade craft involved in it, everything. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about you being able to drive home okay. Yeah, it's just it's it's horrible. It's it's just it's just horrible. Sarge may have uh committed war crimes, but the follow-up by song is a is a is crimes against humanity, right? Any <laughs> biped with Any- <laughs> <laughs> with ear cavities. Yeah, it's a goddamn piece of garbage. Garbage. <laughs> All right. Well, what a surprise. The winner takes it Fall out. Fall out. Fall Monsanto. Out. Monsanto. <laughs> Poo-poo stick. Poo-poo stick. <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. So uh, there we go, boys. That was a fun round. Uh, And by fun, I mean horrifying. It was. I needed a win. Back into a respectable position. Uh, Let's let's have some sorbs, dude. Let's have some sorbs. We're going to need some some Majel to ease us into this. And I I think once you do step on a a poo-poo stick, you might need some of this. (laughs) Sorbet. Decontaminate. Hell yeah. She's right, you know. Yeah, she, is. she knows. <laughs> the Sarge could have used her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see, George. I think, do you want to walk us up here or what do you think? Sure. This is a, you're going to know this melody right away. Um, maybe one of the most famous in the world. And this is a very a simple, uh, simple, silly, fun thing. And, um, I guess I'll just add as a footnote, this was the first 45 I ever bought in my whole life. I don't even remember buying it. My mom probably bought it for me. Okay. And this is a bit of an alternative version. It's the the original, original version, not the one from the TV show. So let it run. Oh. A little funkier than the TV show one. So let it go. 
I'm intrigued. Here we mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yeah, it's. I can already tell it's. It's not as is. It's a little bit more subdued. Oh wait, wait till you see hear the rest of it. This, so this is the full orchestra version with the eight part, you know, eight part harmony thing in it from Neil Hefty. This is the right. original. They only used it in the Batman movie back then. But this is the original. It's kind of a jazzy harmonies like those, oh, yeah. like the Halloween jazzy singers. Exactly. Really yeah. weird pieces. Yep. So why would they, why would there be an original? In other words, like, I don't get why there would be an original one for a TV show. Like, why didn't they just use this one? Did they like the, the re-recorded one better or something? Yeah, because they did. Because also they wanted it for the opening credits, and this is longer, and they just needed a piece of it. And this, you'll see oh. in the middle, this turned into like a. This is what's great about it. it turns into a, a, a kind of a weird jazzy instrumental where they have fun <laughs> with it. You'll see. That's what oh. I like about it. Okay, cool. that it's yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, they're treating the singers like a horn section. Yeah. Exactly. That was the whole thing is there was a big argument or people thought it was a horn section, but, and that was a rumor, you know, all the way up till like 1968. And even, even Adam West said that in his book, which he was incorrect about that. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's four tenors and four sopranos with horns behind them. And this guy, so Neil Hefty had this whole career, like he was an arranger for Count Basie and he worked with Frank and like everybody. Up in like in the 40s and 50s, and this wasn't till the 60s. So he's a he was a legit dude. Like, a, and he also wrote the Odd Couple, which also is a great theme too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and won a Grammy for Batman. For won a, won a won a Grammy for Batman, or maybe it was an Emmy. Yeah, he he won for for this song it was a Emmy, I think. But um, yeah, it had, this has trumpets, you know, eight voices in it. It's it's a real you know, it's a real thing. I'm a fan of Neil Hefty's. Uh, work on music, Odd Couple, you said, and Batman, yeah. Yeah. but I'm a bigger fan of his bags. <laughs> oh, I let you go. I, 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 I had it on my mind, Damon. I had it on my mind. And Thank I said, you. I'm going to wait Thank you. two more beats because I position that Damon's trying to swing up on that, <laughs> on that one. I let it go. Let you it knew go. that was coming. <laughs> a big fan of his bags. I like his bags better. I like your music, uh, Neil, but... <laughs> I, li- I like this too. That the uh, the so the singers they're called the the Ron Hicklin singers. <laughs> Catchy. Hi, I'm Ron. I'm Ron. These are the Ron Hicklin singers. <laughs> and the 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 TV version, like Nelson Riddle redid that. It's not Neil Hefty's version. Like Nelson Riddle did it for a AB- or Fox or ABC or wherever the show was. So it's not his. It's not this version. It's a different version. Well, the, yeah, oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. even in the first few bars, you can tell that this TV one is more manic. It's, oh, it's totally. Yeah. More it's more energy. kid. It's for, it's for kids. Like this yeah. one wasn't for, yeah. Right. Let it roll. And you'd think like, that riff has almost like you know from the beginning of time, right? Yeah. Well, they they said it. They said it was inspired, of course, by surf guitar, like the Dick Dale kind of. Sure. That's what it, yeah, yeah. But it, it's such an iconic riff, and you're like, wouldn't you love to be the guy that came up with that riff? You know? 
Oh yeah, it's, it's just been in our lives the the entire time I've been alive, right? And, and it's always attached to Batman. Obviously, I mean, the surf thing is is apparent. I, I get it, but yeah. it's like that's just one of those riffs that you're like, man, someone wrote and that. And they're always easy like that. There's that, and there's the fucking icon. Other iconic thing from generally this time was the Bond theme. Like the yeah. the, the theme itself, dun, 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 dun. like Mission yeah. Impossible. Like outside of the time signature craziness in Mission Impossible, it's basic, basic in quotes, as a riff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. But like, it's it's wild how like that. Like, don't be keep it simple, man. <laughs> like, it will be. It will stand the test of time. That's what that's what he said when they when they do the when they do the whole analysis of this. And by the way, twelve bar blues in D major. Oh. <laughs> Is what this is. And the thing I didn't know, I want to see if you guys know, I was super impressed by was so, I didn't see this, but so when Prince did his uh, interview with Oprah in 1996, do you guys remember this moment? Because I didn't see it, but that she asked him, so when, when did you, what's the first thing you ever played? When did you learn to play music? And he just answered by playing this riff on a piano. <laughs> that was his answer. <laughs> Full circle for 1989 when he uh... right when he did bat dance and everything yeah those, yeah, yeah. those stacked yeah. harmonies he just lifted right from this version of the song yeah it's a, yeah like yeah. as a little boy that was this is and I thought this was my first record too <laughs> like this is what his first thing he ever played in a piano was this was Batman <laughs> that's awesome and I also like this part too the uh, the, the big joke from uh, from from Neil Hefty with the bags was that um <laughs> that he liked he liked to, he liked to put on the credits for this song word and music by Neil Hefty <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. having fun he's having fun with he's having fun with <laughs> this middle part's the one that all the instrumental coming up is why okay. I love this Wow! Whoa! <laughs> <Early> right? <plug. laughs> totally love it, man. <laughs> listen, listen what they do with it. Listen, is that that's is that some sort of like organ? Yeah, you know, organ yeah. sound like to me. Yeah. Uh oh. That's the sound of walking through the mall, and there's the guy in the at the sitting at the organ in front of the. The keyboard store, right in front yeah, of the organ yeah. store. Yeah, right. You just started to be able to smell uh, Wetzel's pretzels. You yeah. just started to smell that, and all of a sudden, you hear this strangely, almost mournful sound of yeah. organ. I always felt like the organ store was next to the, the like the Hickory Smoke Sausage place. What was Hickory that called? Farms, yeah. Hickory Farms. <laughs> right with the, with the free samples. Get some smoky cheddar, man. I just had a Wetzel pretzel and the free samples at Hickory Farms. I have to go wash this down with an orange Julius, <laughs> and then I'm going to get my ears pierced and have them lose the back of it so that the gun just sticks to my ear and I just bleed <laughs> all over the place. It was a great night. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a corn dog. Come on, what's hot dog at this day? <laughs> Then we'll go see, we'll go see Dreamscape. <laughs> Georgie, would this be playing over like the credits of the film? It was in the beginning and the end, I believe. Yeah, like it was the two hour movie, the, you know, the super corny one where they're fighting on the submarine and all that, you know? <laughs> Like Gosh. a Batman movie, yeah, yeah. They had a longer credit sequence, probably yeah, than right. he did yeah. all the time. Yeah, okay, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'm so rocking da, da, this. Da. Yeah, I love it. I think I requested that Joey do something like that in the party all the time version. <laughs> also, that's kind of what what George hates anticipation. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It works here. Right, yeah. George here George gets turned on by it, but I when love it. Starship does it, it's disaster. It's a solid disaster. <laughs> solid disaster. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, now that was just a mistake. <laughs> it felt like you almost lost it entirely. But at that time, oh god! <laughs> Can we go back to the easy part? Sounds <laughs> uh, like he's slowing down now. That's where Led Zeppelin got the idea for the for the whistles and <laughs> Stairway to Heaven, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Did it slow down? I don't know. I felt like he was kind of getting there. I think like the drummer is picking up his sticks. He didn't have any choice. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Wow. Just ripping that organ back up. Fucking <laughs> John Lord. One, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. One. I'm going to assume this is like some of the wrecking crew but or, or, or do you know where this was recorded george like what studio or probably i'm assuming la right i would think yeah I, it's all his band it's all he, it's all his guys but there's it's, no it's, way one of the wrecking crew drummers would have done that you yeah, know right? not that's not a hal blaine error hal would never yeah <laughs> hal blaine hal blaine's not doing that don't you yeah. dare say that about him <laughs> <laughs> maybe they got dennis wilson in for once to play drums and that was him dropping the sticks it might have been jerry hefty the uh the ne'er-do-well cousin of Kip Hefty or whatever the guy's name was. Neil Hefty. <laughs> well, odd there's no on on the on the Wikipedia page there's no personnel. There's no there's no section for personnel, which they almost always have in these, always. And they don't have it in this one. Hmm. That's weird. The straight groove though is really something. It really has a vibe of like there's not much difference, like because hardcore punk became hardcore punk, but when music started getting strange and kind of aggressive south of 14th street you know like I mean, when that was started happening like it was kind of more like this with i mean a little extra speed but it's just like big crazy open ass hi-hat boom bah, boom bah, boom bah. it's like fucking powering driving through you know it's like not a lot of difference yeah i love it i love the energy of that and like really it must have made the grown-ups hairs fucking just spin like what the fuck is this happy horse shit? <laughs> yeah. Like where's where's Sinatra, man? This is just aggro. Right. This is this is like where uh Milton Berle would come out with a Beatles wig on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and do the do the where you hold your nose like you're die you know, that stupid dance. Right, yeah. Something smells terribly right. <laughs> By the way, I was I've been I I tried so hard because um uh Neil was a uh, was a a, fel- a fellow Toluca Lakeian like me. Oh. And he <laughs> Yeah, he yeah he, his house was Luke Lake. He died there in two thousand eight. I was just googling like Neil Hefty's house, and I just couldn't find it because I want to walk by Neil Hefty's house and just play this on my boombox. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the other famous Toluca Lakeian, Georgie? Was well, Bob Hope, of course. Bob, Bob Hope, Hope right, was the most famous. There's other ones too, but yeah, Bob Hope was the most famous. Yeah. A couple uh, thoughts here. Yeah. Um, one, I am really curious about these because I don't. Aaron's not seeing this, but the album cover or whatever this is. Yeah, it says uh, 
Batman theme and 19 hefty bat songs. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he has there's a whole bunch of other things on that record, too. On yeah. the bottom, there's the Batusi, Mr. Yeah. Freeze, Robin's Egg Blues, Gotham City Municipal Swing Band, and King Tut's Tour or something. Yeah. Anyway, I would love to hear the rest of these songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get, get the record. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, guess I just I had the single, man. I never, those other ones I'm sure I heard like, you know, as a little, it's a, almost a baby. Cause this, you know, this, 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 uh, the show came out the year I was born. <laughs> and, uh, available on Columbia Records and Tapes, as far as I'm aware. Oh, yeah. Like everything on CR and T's. Yeah. To, uh, Johnny Applegate is going to order the, was that his name? Johnny App, Vinnie Applegate? What was his name? Who, who's Vinnie Applegate? It was What's Aaron's that? alias for ordering from Columbia Records and Tapes. Oh, uh, oh I didn't know uh, that. I oh. think I did. I think uh, Stevie Applegrove. Stevie Applegrove. <laughs> Stevie Applegrove. That's great. The, I, have, I have a friend named uh, Jim Robinson who built his entire record collection that way. And he just did variations of Jim Robinson. Jim Robinson, James Robinson, Jimmy Robinson, Jimmy with an IE, Jimmy with a Y. <laughs> James Robinson Jr., J.R. Jr. I think Stevie Applegrove came from, uh, Brendan and Dalton had two cats for a while, and there was Gunner Downs <laughs> and Stevie Applegrove or like Johnny Skyrange, something like that. I think Stevie Applegrove was one of those names, and that's what I used. <laughs> <laughs> I love coming in. Hey, did you feed Stevie Applegrove? <laughs> Stevie Applegrove needs a treat. <laughs> yeah, Aaron was spreading his seed, but it wasn't from apples, if you know what I mean. Oh! Thank you. Oh. All right. Oh, the other thing. So one of my bands was learning a bunch of Beatles songs at one point. And be- because yeah. we were trying to fill up an entire night of like three sets, which is about three hours, the, the, you would have yeah. to learn like 97 Beatles songs because they're all like two minutes long. So one of the things yeah. we would do is just like either, you know, extend the song, just play the chorus more or longer solo or something. Or we would add in a little like 60s song. From, you know, to, to kind of like in the middle, like one thing that fucking worked great was we were doing And I Love Her. Uh, and then, and mm-hmm. it's, which is kind of almost like a bossa nova beat, you know, the way they play it. Yeah. And so then in the middle of that, there's a giant chunk we would do of Girl from Ipanema. That's smart. Oh, yeah. And then go back into uh, And I Love Her. It was worked really well. But for, we were trying to figure out a way to extend Taxman. And we ended up putting a big chunk of Batman in there, <laughs> including good, those so big, Batman, giant Batman, Batman harmonies where you're going, Taxman! On the last <laughs> STP record with Scott, on the last one, there's a song called Bagman, which liberally <laughs> borrows from from Batman. It's a, it's a, it's a stone groove, but uh, they're, they knew exactly what they were up to. It's a thing everybody knows. It's just a... It's so iconic. It's just I just love this version. So probably because I listened to it my whole life. I remember when when I started, uh, you know, I started buying singles, you know, and making mixtapes and all that stuff. And then I found this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is. I remember this being four years old. It had this is my first record, and I had it for a long time, and would always put it in my mixtapes and get big laughs from my friends because you know there'd be you know you know songs from the eight seventies and eighties, and then suddenly there'd be this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a it's a joyful jam. All right. Joyful jam. Ooh, call and response. Oh yeah. In yeah. the Farfisa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought of something else. So another band I was in for a while 
yeah. that I loved. It was a ukulele band. Um, and so instead of guitars, it was it was always like a ukulele. So a rhythm ukulele and a lead, and <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, kind of a rhythm section too. But point being is that uh, there's this one song we did. It was about this. What would you call it? Those little Hawaiian idols. Uh, you know the one that Peter Brady got when they, the the Brady well, like Bunch an idol, to... like a necklace. Yeah, idol, yeah, yeah. Maybe? Or the monster face looking. Yeah, you know, like carved. Yeah, yeah. Right, a lot right. of the, the songs that band did were kind of Hawaiian style. Yeah. So this one was kind of a surfy song. Um, it was kind of creepy and everything, and uh, very tribal drums and everything. But point being is that uh, June, the bass player, who's a fantastic musician and composer and, and player, the riff she was doing on her, I I, I heard the mix. I go. June, your bass sounds like Batman. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, she didn't even realize this, this fucking thing is in everyone's head all yeah, the time. It is. So it was, Yeah, so she had to go in and redo her whole bass part so it didn't sound exactly like the Batman theme. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> He's put the, the press the talk back button. It's too Batman. Too right. Batman. It's too much Batman. <laughs> too much Batman. Too much Batman. That was a good film. I love right that there. film. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. That was probably like Hal kicked the other drummer out and sat down, <laughs> took over. Talk about yeah. want to go fight out in the street. That's a showbiz. <laughs> that's a showbiz Vegas ending. I love I it. I will follow you anywhere if you play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking rad. Uh, happy Batman. Fourth of July, indeed. Fucking fourth of July, Batman. <laughs> that's right. Beautiful sorbet. I feel better now. Yeah, you can't. You have to after that. Just the don't bow, don't bow, 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 bow. So great. I love it so much. Anticipate. <laughs> love it. We did it. We All did right. it, guys. We did it. We got through a lot. Let's remind people what episode number this is. I went to all the work to make this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. oh. Not just a rocker, a red rocker. Oh, he's the red rocker. Red except except in that one period, he should have been the yellow rocker. It's quarter of eight. It's time to rock. <laughs> <laughs> Five days, all right. baby. Episode 55, all done. Wipe your hands. It's in the history books. Done so. Just just like uh, the Fallout Boy, <laughs> history of the United States His, starting yeah. in 1990. History professors, Fallout Boy. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we are the Gitmo Bros. We continue to be the number one rockers forever and ever and ever. Amen. And uh, I would like to say thank you to my Gitmo Bros. And I'm going to say goodbye to them right now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Ear and loathing. An embarrassment of britches. <laughs> Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm, I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next time for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye. Goodbye.